Who is that, Taylor? Text me. It's my buddy Drew. What are you guys talking about? He's, he's having a PS4 trouble. What kind? What, what game is he trying to play? Uh, text me later, all right? Ghost of Tsushima. 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 The game is really good. I wish you had a PS4 so you could play it, Justin. I know. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I've been doing like the open world stuff just like that. Wait, were you fucking recording? He recorded like the end of it, I think. Are we recording now, Josh? Yeah. Oh, hi, guys. Welcome to episode 113 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, We have uh, our friend, uh, guest, the very first guest that was on this podcast, uh, Justin Grohowski in with us. Hey, Justin. What's up, guys? How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, no power. Like, no, no fucking power in my house. <laughs> I had like seven branches fall in my yard too. I had to pick them up from my dad. Oh, poor you. Did you get some like of his dessert treats after? Uh, <laughs> Do you want them? Fuck him. <laughs> Sugarless <laughs> treats. So Justin's here with us this week. Taylor, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Yeah, no complaints really. Besides working in the rain. Uh, the new, today, yeah. the new vehicle. Joshua is here today. He got his new car. His, I guess, your dream vehicle for now. Yeah. For there'll, be, there'll be a new dream vehicle in like six months, probably. Joshua. <laughs> I thought I pissed Josh off today when he when he called me because he called me he was not asking if I need anything from Quick Check or whatever right okay and then like uh, he was telling me he's like oh you know I didn't fucking answer because it was like four hours in the dealership going in and out or whatever and I, I said oh my god that's so stupid and then the call just cuts out thinking that he, thinking that he hung up on me he saying that mad. his car was stupid. <laughs> And I call him back immediately. He goes, dude, what's up? I go, dude, oh, my God, I thought I pissed you off or whatever. He goes, no, nah, man, it's like, fine. Yeah, my phone just dropped the call. I know. I, you were, there must I, be a sprint I, tower down around here somewhere. There's like all kinds. Really there's, the, there's been sprint towers down for years. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, when you first got sprint, that was before the service was better. You were like, maybe I made a mistake. Yeah. Nothing worse than when, you did when Bob tried getting a new phone a couple weeks ago. Bob, it's singular. <laughs> it's singular. Because he was the only one. He the only one. <laughs> I mean, a stupid razor phone. Oh, I, so didn't we all have the razor at some point? Uh, I never did. Like wait, the wait, OG razor. Which no. one? Like the really, really slim one. Well, there was the OG razor. Then there was the Android razor, which I got when it came out. And that was nice when it came out. But it, all, like all Androids, they're good for about six months, and then you're like, oh, this thing fucking sucks now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bob sucks. That's the moral <laughs> of the story. Wait a minute. What the fuck? I just what? bought something on PlayStation. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, dude. You got hacked, dude. Maybe what did I, you buy? Maybe I'm, I'm finding out right now. Thank you. God probably have like a PlayStation Now membership you forgot about. Just they like your TikTok, dude. <laughs> they, they've been hacking TikTok. Dude, why would you send me? I, I bought I bought a fucking dynamic theme like six months ago, and it's so like you know who you said Bob know. sucks. Yeah, uh, he was supposed to give me a screen protector from my phone. He's okay. gonna put it on for me. Okay, and he's like, I didn't forget, but I forgot. <laughs> Basically, is what happened. So, so he pulled saying, the last drawer. So he's saying that they he pulled the last drawer. <laughs> he pulled my drawers. <laughs> he's saying that he didn't forget because he remembered that he forgot, more or less. Yeah. That's the definition of that statement. I didn't yes. forget, but I forgot. What do you mean the battery's dead? I was like, I appreciate it. I'll text you tomorrow. Very nice. Yeah, that so. storm was. Um, uh, I know. I saw like in Ocean City, New Jersey, there was a a water tornado down there, yeah, which is pretty wild. Yo, man, there were sisters, man. I had sisters. <laughs> <laughs> they split. I gotta go, Julia. We got cows. We got another cow. I think that's the same one. <laughs> All right. So, guys, this is episode 113 of You Watch, I Listen. This week, I'm going to be reviewing 30 Seconds to Mars. This is War. And I'm going to be reviewing the Soviet film, filmed in Belarus a uh, long time ago. Uh, long time ago. Come and see. All right, guys. We'll see you in a second. You Watch, I Listen podcast starts now.
Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, fuck oh, it. suck it nice and slow. <laughs> a couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) So we're on now. So I'll tell you, the thing that's great right now in my life is that my Carolina Hurricanes are up (laughs) 2-0 on the lowly, pathetic New York Rangers. You know, it's great. Like, I'm I'm a huge baseball fan, but being a a hockey expert and Mm -hmm. lifelong Carolina Hurricanes fan, um, having hockey back and then to beat up on a team as pathetic as the Rangers, but it is really hard to gauge how good they are because they are playing a team as bad as the Rangers. Yeah, yeah and you know, true. it seems like the, the whole entire uh, uh, hockey sphere is in tune with the fact that the Rangers suck ass because I don't even watch hockey, and I tweeted today about how bad the Rangers are, and it is getting incredible engagement on Twitter right now. <laughs> I love that tweet, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's just incredible. I, I love you, seeing when it. When you watch the Rangers on the ice, it's like they're slow. They don't want to be yeah, there. Yeah, it's it, just looks like, like, it, it looks like the Ducks before Adam Banks joined the team. Big facts, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what they need is they need a Dean Portman. They yeah, need a yeah. Fucking, they need a cat. Well, they also need they need um. Kurt Russell. They'd be better off with no. They'd be better off that's with miracle. <laughs> that's miracle. That's what they movie. need to advance. They need a miracle. They need. They'd be better off with Goldberg in goal rather than this fucking King Henrik, who they claim is one of the best goalies ever. The is only, he the only king without a crown? His name Matas and That's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And he's great. He'd be better in goalie awesome. than Henrik Lundqvist. Dude, he's so good. Cares more about fashion than it is his. I love the Rangers fans. They'll defend him. He won a, a national championship for his country. Did he? Did they pay him? The Rangers are paying that asshole out the fucking ass. You know, and he hasn't it, done shit for we, him. We care more about national championships in college than we do in the world, all right? Yeah. If, he gets, if they get swept, that's bad. Oh, they waited for months for the season to come back, my, my, and then you're done. Yeah, if you get swept in four <laughs> straight games, dude. It's only, I think it's like best of five, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so hold on. So in celebrations, sure. let's, let, let's say the Hurricanes didn't do fact, in fact sweep the Rangers. Yeah, sure. Do we just, like, do we bring brooms in? Yeah, we're going to do something. Oh, I actually have a really good idea. (laughs) I'm going to send a broom to Colucci's house on Amazon. (laughs) How funny would that be? Do it, do it. Okay, all right. If they sweep, I'll do that. Regardless, (laughs) I think I might send some Carolina Hurricanes merch to him. Won't say it's from me because I think you could do it as a gift or whatever. You can disguise who it's from. And hopefully he doesn't listen to this. I don't know what else he's doing besides fucking pulling his butt and sleeping in his race car bed. But uh, here we are. Alas, earwax. Uh, so, so overall, how was your week, Taylor? Quote Harry Potter, yes. just like that. Yeah. Huh? How was your How was your week? Uh, week was okay, I guess. I mean, there was really nothing to do. It's the same old shit every. Well, you had day. a good fishing trip this weekend. No, I didn't. <laughs> it got fucking rained out, and uh, oh, no. it, it, and it, the, the rain out period wasn't even any good for you. No, it rained all day. And yeah. I was like, so I, I go down there, right? And I'm with again, I'm with my parents, friends, and uh, my parents and shit. And then, like, uh, you would think I would at least have some semblance of fun. And uh, to an extent, I did. I mean, the, there were some laughs to be had. The real reason I went down there was to go on this, go on a fishing trip that I really, really was looking forward to all week. Then it rained like dick. And I was like, Who's all right, dick? what the fuck, you're. <laughs> uh, so, but the one thing I did get, it, it was annoying. And it seems to be the new theme in America is that you can't have a conversation without involving politics. Yeah. Or having your views, you know, thrust upon an individual that sure. may disagree with you. 
Um, so that was kind of annoying, you know, just like, well, this study says this, and this study says this. Now, listen, these are people that I love. I genuinely love them. Sure, you can love them family. and disagree with them. And I, again, and I told you, I said, listen, flat out, it's just, I don't agree, and it's fine. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, I respectfully disagree. Agree to disagree. The only other thing good that happened was I had uh, I had a really nice fucking bottle of whiskey. Very good. That was nice. Um, I had the fucking people come to my apartment, and I'm shitting bricks thinking they're going to throw me out because of my fish tank because in the lease it says you can't have it. Uh, really? You can't, well, lease says you can't have a fish tank? So it says no pets of any kind whatsoever. So I'm assuming that means... Anything whatsoever. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So like, even though it's only a little, it's only a little twenty gallon tank. Sure, sure. You know what I mean, like, and then you know, it's a thousand dollar fine and immediate eviction. Okay. So the last thing. And you, they come in, and you're you're just like, oh god, oh god, they're and gonna like, see my fish. And they walk right by it. They looked at it. Oh, that's pretty cool. See, and I then think that was it. I think the definition uh, of pet. I don't think fish fall under that. I think like they end that's up fair. being more of like a uh, like a display kind of thing. It's like a hobby. A, yeah, it's a hobby. It's like a, a knickknack almost. Except you do have to feed them and maintain the tank and if a tank blows up then you're going to get evicted if the tank cracks so big facts make sure that doesn't happen uh josh how was your week uh pretty good you know i'm happy uh but i also spent the most money <laughs> the most yeah, you're kind of oh, you're kind of oh. you're kind of glowing like you, you look like a, a girl that's like hiding that she's pregnant and you could just tell they are or someone that just got fucked like actually <laughs> fucked they kind of glow like you look like you you just like fucked your car but you also just got fucked by all the money you spent yeah like uh there's a lot of zeros on, <laughs> on the contract so it, it's brand new uh, it's three years old but only has nine thousand miles oh that that's it's fine then and you got a good amount back for trading in well, it was a lease, so I had to uh, the okay. remainder of the lease into the loan. Very nice. But and how did this go? I had to get out of the lease because I was like fucking. I had two years left on the lease, and I was ten thousand miles over. Oh, but you uh, needed it. Yeah, you. Needed and it. I needed it. You fucking. Uh, how needed I it. fucking needed. How are the how are the tires going to be on this one? So. <laughs> I gotta get better tires. The tires that are on there now are summer tires, uh, which, as you know, around here, yeah, no good. Are not good. Not even in the summer. <laughs> no. Uh, so I'm gonna so, get some all seasons, probably like next month. But will they blow up randomly? tight, right? Will now. they blow up and go through a dozen tires in two years? You know, I haven't, I haven't had an had a on uh, my old car. I hadn't had to get a new tire in at least six months. So I think that's I'm all an right. improvement for you. I'm all right. Okay, um, Justin, how's your week been? That's good, man. I don't know uneventful. I uneventful. Work at home in my underwear. See your girlfriend. Yeah. And watch uh, my brojol. And watch yeah my brojol. <laughs> uh, and you watch and you watch films that aren't in English. Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've been better about it. I've okay. Been all right. About we'll, it. Once in a while, we'll talk about what we've been watching in a bit. Yeah. Um, now my, my week was pretty good, but I do have to thing I've told you guys about. I do have to rant, and I got to uh, rally um, our listeners they've already been really good about harassing this uh this place pretty damn good they turned off comments on their facebook um they were removing comments which you're not technically allowed to do but their rating on facebook went from like a 4.2 to a 3.8 um which hurts you when you're trying to do google ads and facebook ads so um on friday we were at a friend's house um we, we have a puppy obviously Lacey, and our friends have a puppy as well they get along great they can wrestle for hours on end no problem problem is both of them have like leash aggression one of them on a leash and they hate each other. That's what happened. They kind of went at it a little bit. Lacey was all kind of freaking out. And then I'm holding her. I noticed she's like bleeding. I noticed blood on me. So I look at her ear. It's bleeding a little bit, but it's not profusely bleeding. She's not in pain. We get her home and then I notice the ear is like kind of split a little bit on the end. Just about a centimeter. And we decide, did the Mets just hit a home run? Or uh, yeah, Yes, did. he did. Who was it? Conforto? 
No, he got no. He was out. Sorry. Still gonna lose Cox. Yeah, of course they are. So we decided to take Lacey to just get the ear looked at because we don't know if it's gonna get infected. Just make sure it's okay. All the local animal hospitals are closed. The only one open is uh, the name of this place is called Newton Veterinary Hospital in Newton, New Jersey. So we decided to take her. They're twenty four seven. We end up we get there. We end up waiting for about an hour and a half before they take her. They ask us if they if we just want them to take her inside or if they want to uh, if we want to be called when they can take her. We said call us when you can take her. They call us 40 minutes later. They're like, all right, we'll take her. We don't hear from them for two hours, right? So we're like, okay. okay. So, yeah, exactly. So I call them, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, um, the vet tech looked at her. The doctor will be getting to her soon. We're like, all right, great. Another hour and a half goes by. No one contacts us. We call again. They're like, oh, we'll get to her soon. We're like, all right, we're going to run up the street and get something to eat. We got Burger King. It was a great decision. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we got Burger King. We come back. We still haven't heard from them. So I call them, and they're like, all right, um, doctor is actually in with her right now. We'll call you back. They call us back, and they're like, all right, so um, you definitely want to get her stitches. We're going to have to keep her overnight. Um, they run down everything they did. Uh, they're like, yeah, it's going to be $1,100. We're like, what the fuck? $1,100? So I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is this doesn't make any So I'm already mad because there was no communication at this point. So we're like, no, we're not going to do that. And they're like, all right, so we're not going to do that um, for the, the cleaning of it to get this, the bleeding to stop. And I said, I got the bleeding to stop, so don't say you've got the bleeding to stop. Um, you know, the bandage, this, this, and that. Um, f- and then the medication, $450. At, I figured you go to an emergency place, you always pay more, you know? Sure. So I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. We pay it. They're like, all right, um, we need a $200. I asked, like, can we have the dog? She's been with you guys for literally five hours. We haven't seen our dog. We got to pay a $200 deposit before we can release her. I'm like, oh, so you're holding our dog hostage then. Literally wouldn't release her. I'd be losing so, my mind. So we pay the deposit. We're waiting. We're waiting. They didn't give us, give her back to us for about an, almost another hour. We get her back. They bring her out, and her head is bandaged. She's wearing the cone, which is fine. Kind of expected something along those lines. And then I see the back of her leg is taped up, and there's like blood on it. I'm like, I asked the vet tech, I'm like, what's that for? I'm like, oh, um, from the catheter. I'm like, a catheter. I'm like, and she's all, at least she's all freaking out. I'm like, why the fuck did she get a catheter? And I, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just thinking about it in my head. I'm like, you only give a dog a catheter, especially in their hind leg, if you're prepping them for surgery. So these assholes just assumed that we were going to say yes to their charge to keep her overnight and sedate her. We get her in the car. Um, they bandaged her head so tight. Her eyes were completely shut closed. She couldn't open them, and she was choking on it. Like, she couldn't breathe, so we unwrap it, and she's behaving like no one had paid attention to her for, like, five hours. So, um, yeah, I've been... Uh, this is why I'm pissed off. I think anyone would be pissed. And, Josh, you had a horrible experience with them. They killed your fucking cat. And if you look through the reviews on their pages, so many people have similar stories. Jeremy Pantovic had a great one. I brought my cat there because he was acting weird. They charged me $1,000 and told me my cat was depressed and I had to pay more attention to him. Dead, dead ass serious. Wow. Um, and every, and I talked to some friends of mine um, that are vet techs, and they said this place has a horrible reputation. I did speak with the operations manager today. They they partially refunded us, but we are filing a complaint with the New Jersey Veterinary Board because unethical at the bare minimum. But they also didn't put the uh, the catheter or the if they did possibly blood work, maybe it wasn't a catheter, didn't put it on a medical record, which is actually illegal to do in New Jersey. So I feel like the harassment is deserved um they like some people were leaving comments like ralph posted one i gave them my dog to take care of and they gave me a salamander back <laughs> someone goes i got my dog fixed net uh fixed and now he won't stop watching me masturbate <laughs> so some of this uh I, i'm not saying to um to call them 
I'm not saying to email them. I'm saying go to Newton Veterinary Hospital's website and their phone number's on there and you do what you want to do. I'm not, I, I, in fact, you shouldn't do that, but the phone number's there and the email's there and their Facebook page is live. So, dog's fine. We went to our own vet, no stitches. They were like, that's ridiculous. It already, you guys just saw it. It's already like healed on its own. It's scabbed much, over. Yeah. So, they were basically just trying to get a sale, is how I took it. Of and the, the vet was like trying to guilt us about not getting surgery. I'm like, I know someone was trying to close a sale. I'm not fucking stupid like here. Like I said, man, I've been losing my mind. Yeah, and it sucks because you can't go in the vet's office with your pet right now. You got to wait in your car. Fuck that. I, I know. That's the thing. That. That's the thing. It, it, they literally won't let you in um, because of, you know, everything that's going on. Um, waste, yeah. But uh, all right. Everything other than that is fucking cool. We survived the storm. Uh, all of us have power except Justin. We were all stronger, stronger. than the storm yes, today. Strong. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. Remember those so. fucking commercials? Chris Christie's fat ass standing on the fucking beach like a whale. So I, I, he was in Pompton when he was doing. Like, I remember that. I remember dress. you went with De Janeiro. Me and De Janeiro went. And then some guy, some random. Random guy was just. I was just thinking about this video because I remember you go, "Have some respect." That's the governor, is what you said. Well, no, I remember you saying that vividly. Well, well, because because he's he's cussing in front of kids, and I'm like, "Dude, there's kids here. Like, what's your?" That's fair. That part's fair. I mean, I have no place to talk as that far as that goes. But then he just he he looks at me and he goes to me and he goes, "He's an asshole. He doesn't deserve to be here, and he's not like he's not right or something like that." I go, "What do you mean? He was like unanimously elected the governor of New Jersey. What's your fucking problem?" Yeah. And he was like, well, he's cutting my pension. I go, okay, good. Worry about yourself. That was probably true. That was probably true. I go, well, I mean, he went after unions. Yeah, he he hated unions. I mean, I do too. Um, Apparently, according to Dan. What? You you hate unions? Yeah, you said that to Jerry. Well, you do. That's not true. Well, you like unions? I don't care for you. You're a fucking socialist. That's not true at all. I just remember Chris Christie with the M&Ms. Oh, my God. The, video. the smaller into no, the bigger. The, the, be- <laughs> the best still is him in the baseball uniform oh, with his yeah. fucking... He didn't even have a, he didn't have a moose... He didn't have a moose... Nu- no, it wasn't a moose knuckle or a camel toe. It was a camel knuckle. Yes. It was obscene with his fucking baby dick there. I, I, I loved and hated that man simultaneously. He's just another example of a politician that, just like Rudy Giuliani, he was beloved because of how he handled like a, a huge, unprecedented crisis crisis and then shortly burns out all that goodwill Giuliani was longer to burn it out he was just in that uh, Josh I know you watch it the fear city um, New York City versus the mafia on Netflix he was on that which is really good by the way we'll talk about that in a bit Um, but why don't we go into our reviews I think I'll go first since we brought Justin in here for this specific purpose now Josh I texted you about the album I don't know if you got to listen to it yourself I didn't Um, okay so uh, Taylor he gave me this album and he presented it as I want you to go and open my because the lead singer is a guy that we have constantly ripped on the show. And even you, being a fan, you've shit on Jared Leto. Because he's so pretentious. He's a fucking douche. Um, so the album is 30 Seconds to Mars, This is War. And I did say that I like um, A Beautiful Eye. I like that album a lot. Very good album. Um, and I also said that the, the only song I knew of this album, Kings and Queens, I wasn't a big fan of. So I went into this album with an open mind. I listened to it a few times over. And I was surprised that I actually really liked it. Um, so let me say this. It's That's the biggest win. So it's the biggest win I got. I will say the first time I listened to it um, was when I was doing yard work, and I was like, I don't know if I like this. There's some stuff I like. There's some stuff I don't. But the first thing I'll say is conceptually, it's great. It's it's a really well constructed album. The themes on it are really good. You mentioned it was kind of like a, a revolution uprising. Yeah. Um, it's got a bit of a post apocalyptic kind of feel to it. Uh, there's there's they wrote this. I read up on the album. Uh, it's their most critically acclaimed album as well. I can see why. It's very very. very 
very well made. Um, but it was when they were going through a, a huge contract dispute with their um, their record label. Yeah, with their label. Um, so there's a lot of uh, anguish in the lyrics. Um, it's a very chaotic album at times, and then sometimes it's very reserved. Um, now, the song you wanted me to highlight was um, Night of the Hunter, correct? Fox Popular. Fo- Fox Pop. Okay. But Night of the Hunter was my favorite song on this album. It was very good. So the, the, the one thing I loved about this album is that it, it didn't sound like their old stuff. And but there was obviously that sound there was a feel of the old stuff to it, but they blended other genres into it. And the genre that they blended the most that I really appreciated and I think why I liked it was the industrial sound. And specifically Night of the Hunter, I'm like, oh, this is a fucking nine inch nails song. Yeah, it sounded so much like a nine inch nails song. Um so that's the second song. The first one's an intro, which we generally skip over. I mentioned how I didn't like Kings and Queens, but I liked it more when I listened to this album the whole way through. I was like, all right, this fits in its own place. As is like like this is an album where if they like when you release the singles, you don't understand. Correct. So that's why, like, an album like this, I, me personally, as artistic, I wouldn't release a single. I wouldn't release a single single. You know what Correct. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I would, if you're going to do anything, you release a music video of like three blocks of songs that fit together. Sure. You know what I mean? But I, I originally didn't. I did, so I gave Night of the Hunter a five. Kings and Queens, I initially would have had that at a one, but I gave it a three. I actually ended up liking it. I thought it fit into the pace of the album very well, and it made sense. Um, this is War, I gave a three. I liked it. I, I really liked 100 Sons, the acoustic song. I gave that a four. Now, Hurricane, I gave a three, and I actually found this very interesting when I was reading about the album. When he initially wrote and recorded Hurricane, Kanye West actually produced and had a line on the song, but it got cut out because they couldn't come to agreements between the two labels. Now, Leto says there is a version of it out there that will come out at some point, but I'm very interested to hear that. I liked Hurricane. Closer to the Edge was um, great. That was a four. What was the song you wanted me to highlight again? Vox Popular. Okay, so here's what's funny with Vox Popular. Nine times out of ten, that's a song I hate because I generally don't like when bands bring in like the kid choir kind of thing that's just like amp up the song but this song is fucking awesome it's an absolute epic from start to finish it builds up its crescendo is phenomenal um i really really like that song that's my second favorite song on the album search and destroy was really good i gave that a four i loved alibi that was a five no complaints about that. Stranger in a Strange Land was a really cool one. I gave that a four. That another one that had a big Nine Inch Nails feel to it. Sure. Um, and I was reading up on that one. Uh, one of the themes I picked up on, it seemed like, and maybe this was when he was starting to get ready to work on Dallas Buyers Club, there's a lot of themes about um, being confused about your sexuality on this album. Yes. And that's what that song, even in the title, Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, and then the last song is just an instrumental. It's So you can't really judge that. I mean, I, I, get, I liked it because I like a lot of the Nine Inch Nails instrumental. And then Kings and Queens is an L.A. Riots one, which actually pretty cool. Yeah, right. I gave that a three. Um, the one thing I'll say is that Leto, for everything you could say about him, there is no denying he is wildly talented. And sometimes very talented people, and specifically talented artists, are fucking pretentious assholes. Also, you got to be some sort of crazy. But he has an amazing voice. He has a powerful voice. Um, I, I was shot, and the more I listened to the album, the more I liked it. The more it had sunk in. Um, so I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five. Um, and I'm actually going to do something a little different here because of the themes on the album and a lot of it's about a revolution and uprising almost post-apocalyptic I want to throw an album at you to nice. listen to this week um, I mentioned Nine Inch Nails so I'm going to give you Nine Inch Nails album from 2007 I believe it's called Year Zero yeah, I heard uh, so Year Zero the entire theme of it is uh, post-apocalyptic dystopian future alternate reality kind of thing almost like a matrix kind of thing okay. and it, it's definitely way more industrial than this because that's what Trent does but I love it's in my top three or four Nine Inch Nails albums okay. it's, it might be number three 
Um, but um, I actually listened to it again. I was like, I, while I was listening to this 30 Seconds to Mars album, I was like, this is so much Nine Inch Nails to And I wonder if he had been listening to that album to come up with this. But uh, So I want you to listen to that album this week. You don't need to do a song-by-song song breakdown unless you want to. I think you like doing that sometimes. So, um, yeah, I want to throw that at you. But I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five. That's, uh, that's, quite, uh, that's probably the biggest win I've had on this show. Yeah, because I, I knew going in. And you even said it. He goes, he's not going to like it, dude. You know, <laughs> you know and, listen, and I, I, you have every I didn't, right. I didn't know? think I was going to because of how I felt about Kings and Queens, but it does fit in better to the concept of this album, and that can make a difference. Sure. So for anyone that ever says I'm not open-minded about music, Ralph, um, fuck Arcade Fire. <laughs> which, which number album is this for them? They've been, they've been around for a while. This, so was their, this is actually their third, and I'm pretty sure Jared Leto was filming a movie because A Beautiful Lie was when we were just about in eighth grade, like The Kill oh, wow. and Attack came out and there was a five year difference between between uh, Beautiful Lie and This Is War. So I'm sure well, you know what's funny, you know what's funny? even when A Beautiful Lie came out, I didn't like Attack when it first came out, but I loved um the kill. I, so, I, I but then I attack grew on me. So here's what's funny. So when we were in middle school, right? They did this thing in eighth grade called putting on the hits, right? Oh. So yeah, so it was basically you know you go up and like and like you know you lip sync like you fake play instruments and you do like you perform in front of the entire school. Okay, this, this was at the, West Milford High School that we were. Uh, yeah, you're West yeah, Milforders. No, we yeah, right. <laughs> when, so when we were in middle school, we did this and the song and I, well, I did four songs because no one really wanted to do it. But so like I did had to do four songs. I did Angel and Airwaves. I did Thirty Seconds to Mars. Okay. Attack. I did Jimmy Eat World's The Middle, and I did here's a deep cut. Sugar Wall, uh, Sugar Wall, Sugar Jesus. Cult, Sugar Cult, bouncing off the wall. That's a great song. That's such an old, yeah, that's old a great song, vibe, dude. That's that so, song came out when you were really young because I think that came out when I was like in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, because right, well, yeah, well, because so Sugar Cult hit big with their song Memory. Yeah, was, Memory was the first one I remember. Sixth or seventh grade for us. That might be the one I'm remembering from sixth or seventh grade because that's then, remember when I first hearing about dude, Sugar Cult. And then I then they did their live album at Starland Ballroom and it was one of the coolest fucking things. I was like, dude, I was at that show. Wait, I. Really quick before we go into Sorry. the movie, um, do we want to turn the air back on? Uh, yeah or nay? Put it on. Yeah, put it just, on. Just uh, put it on low, uh, the yeah, bottom low. switch, and just it's uh, three straw things over. If I was you, I'd maybe take over. the headset off. Uh, he'll read. No, he, he's got it. He's right, like on uh, uh, low, low cool. Yeah, low cool's good. All right, to the right. Yeah. yeah okay. Right, cool. um, I listen so, to the Nine Inch Nails album too, dude. Way. If you do, you ever listen to Nine Inch I Nails? To really? Downward Spiral. That's it. Great album. Yeah. Um, listen to. You can go through. You listen to Broken. The EP is that's fucking probably, great. Yeah, Broken. Right. Their their best albums are pure albums. I don't think it gets much better than Downward Spiral. Okay. Um, their first big album was Pretty Hate Machine that had ter- um that had um had like a hole on it. Everyone knows that song. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that song. One of their best, most underrated albums is a double album called The Fragile. That is an unbelievable album. Um, you'd probably like Nine Inch Nails. If you listen to them, they're really good music. They just like sit and chill too. Just play video games too. Surprisingly, has a much more eclectic taste of music than people really think. So, well, it's but only I in the mean, last couple yeah. of years where you really started to like build it up between yes. well, um, classic say, like, rock. Like, and like, like even growing up, I knew you liked other things, but like you guys, you were always <laughs> you were always the hip hop guy. Yeah, yeah. always. No That's how what, I always knew you. I've expanded. Out. So I was like when, matured a little. So bit when like it was like a year and a half, two years ago, when you started hitting me yeah. up about like bands to listen to, I was grunge. Yeah, yeah, grunge. You love the grunge era, classic rock. But um, so that was my biggest thing when. He told me he's like, dude, I, I like, I really like Allison Chains. I go, you? 
Yeah. I it's, love Elsie. Well, you realize like how deep and heavy the grunge music is yeah. lyrically. It's like yeah. how did it, that and that killed hair metal from the eighties. The, really, the grunge did, era did. completely killed it. Did you ever listen to Allison Changes? Uh, Allison Changes. Allison Changes' newest album, Rainier Fog. It's actually no. pretty good. Dude, without, they got fucking they got fucking scammed out of a Grammy for that. Man. Yeah, that was they a fucking, really good album. They really should have won for that. All right, um, so Taylor, so, um, we brought Justin in here specifically because yes. Justin's the one that recommended this film to me. He said you have to see it. Here's my login info. Um, you got to see this movie. I'm blown away. And I was like, all right. I generally, Justin listens to me when I recommend movies, and I do the same. So I figured you had to have him in here to talk about it. Cool. So you gave me the movie Come and See. Um, it was filmed in Soviet Russia or Belarus, whatever Yeah, the fuck it took it was. like, what, seven years to film? Right. So, crazy. so um, Justin, I want to say to you first and foremost, because I told you already my thoughts on it initially. It was right after I finished it. Yeah. I've since brought that back a lot. Um, I understand why you guys absolutely adore it because it really is an underrated film that should be mentioned more. Mm. Um, my, the one thing I love about this movie is that it, it does it's 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 a different take on World War II. Completely. So oh, yeah, totally. you know, obviously, it, it's terrible to say it, but like we as a country and as the world, well, really as a country, we romanticize D-Day, Operation Market and Garden. And we undersell what the Russians and the partisans did specifically well, in well, the war. Well, I mean, that too, but I mean, like, you get movies like Defiance that kind sure, of like sure. touch on that a little bit. But this is really just, it's something really to behold, honestly. Uh, I can't, the way in which it was filmed, again, it, it's weird because it it's felt, very gritty. So, felt so 80s. It's so, almost documentary style. It feels real, really. Yeah, it, it feels feel very, real. very real. So uh, the one thing I want to say that really stuck with me was um, the, probably the second most atrocious thing I've ever seen on camera next to what I saw in uh, uh, the house that Jack built. Oh, yeah. It was when he <laughs> fucking sniped the kid. Yeah, Holy that shit. was bad. Yeah. But, um, I, was I, when they, you know, they, they put all the people in the village, in the church, and then they start yeah, throwing all that was, cocktails in. The third act so we were talking brutal. about, like when that picks up, when it gets there, and you honestly, even when it started, because I just rewatched it too, it just brings on, even before you know what's going to happen, it's a sense of dread. Like so, whatever's there, it's just mm-hmm. that you feel this dark cloud come over, and the whole movie's dark to begin yeah, with. I thought so, about rewatching it, I couldn't even bring myself so the, the, to rewatch the, the, it. The it was hard. The <laughs> first thing I thought of when that was happening, and it sounds silly to say it like this, was the Patriot, when the guy says burn the church. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. first thing I thought of. Um, again, so the way this movie is filmed, and it's very, it's a very unique take on certain things because instead of there being a normal two shot sure. right and I'm, uh-huh. really, I'm really mad because I had a whole page of notes I was going to bring I forgot. forgot about it um, instead of a normal two shot where people are having a conversation the, the, the actors are looking directly into the camera yeah. so yeah. you feel uneasy the entire time like they're speaking like, to you they're looking right at you and that's you know? like kind of like the conveying of the message because it's, it's a war film but it's an anti-war film yeah. so, the atrocities of war here's where I want to disagree with you it's not a war film it's a it's, horror film. Well, I, that's actually it's, very fair. It's it's, com- it's, it's, a it's, a it's the scariest movie. I've, yeah, scariest movie I've ever seen. It's it, it it's stuck with me in ways that like a technical. You know, it does get classified as a war movie. But if someone told me that's a horror movie, I would never it's, argue with it, and I would probably agree with you. It's one thousand. What makes it so scary film. is that it's real. It feels yeah, it's. I mean, if you read up what it's based happen. on, it yeah. happened. Yep. So it's it's loosely based on a massacre that happened in Poland. Correct. Actually, mm-hmm. um, obviously, it, it takes place in Belarus. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, the uh, the movie itself. The home of Andrei uh, Arlovsky. The one thing I do want to say that I did pick up on was every time the rec- the Nazi recon plane flew over, yeah. something terrible happened. Yeah, 
yep, always something time. terrible happened. Yep. So it was like if it felt like a video game almost when it's like, uh, like when you played Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I was about little, to say when like the when tank you, music comes like on, you, hear the dun, music, dun. you got fucking problems. <laughs> yeah. When that plane flies over, you got fucking problems. There, yeah. there were so many like moments where they they kind of pull you back and you see this like almost boyhood wonder when he meets the girl and then they have to escape and then his dead family's there. There's just so many things in it where every time you think there's a moment of levity. It's gone. The light, so the, only, the light, yeah, shut yeah. Down immediately. yeah, yeah. The only moment of levity was when they it was raining and like uh, I forget the, it starts with a G, the chick's name, but that that she's like dancing, yeah, yeah, wearing his hat, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's only, a great scene. The only part in the entire movie where I'm like, oh, you're kind of pulled back for okay. a little bit. Well, his innocence is stripped from him throughout the movie. Yeah, he looks like he, he even looks like a kid in the beginning, and, and then the by the end, like an old man, like and they then, made him. So you mentioned like the he went through just the fucking which he did the fucked up stairs, yeah, into the camera, like when he finds out, like. Oh, so, he was so incredible! When, incredible. So when oh, yeah. he drags the when he well he really drags the chick through the bog because he, he's freaking out. He finds out he finds out his family's dead, but he thinks they're on the island on the other side. Yeah, of the yeah. Room. And she's fucking losing her mind, and he just finds it's like uh, you know his family's dead. All this, shit. and it's because he uncovered the guns in the very first scene of the movie. And he's you know he's he's covered in mud. He's fucking freaking out, and he just has this. There's no there's no one talking. Nothing happening. There's this weird score in the background. It's for nothing, Washington. And by the way, it could suck my whole ass. <laughs> Is that, uh, you know, he has this, the most natural and, like, realistic reaction I think I've ever seen in movies to, like, how like, yeah. how you would respond to that. You're a 13-year-old kid. You're being oppressed sure, by Nazis. Sure. Yep. How else do you react? I think it was the most natural thing I've seen. Um, when I initially watched this film, I told Justin specifically, I go, fuck this movie. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? You mentioned, uh, we talked about the, the horrific, the, the village burning scene. Um, the building ashtray. being burned. Oh, this ashtray. Um, it's, yeah. it's engraved in the brain. It's engraved, sure. but then the, the ending with the, the time jump kind of thing where yes. it's going through all the moments in history and then he's shooting each shot and then it's baby Hitler the classic conundrum of uh, mm-hmm. would you kill baby Hitler yep. if you had to go back in time and it, I thought that was so fucking powerful because it was it was him his arc and his story coming full circle yes. and the idea of you know this uh, ambitious kid ready to you know not necessarily ready to go to war but he was ready to fight and he was interested in it and then to realize like I can't do this like what am I doing with my life and nothing about this is right that just Blew my fucking mind. That, so that that's blew the one. My... That's the one moment of like humanity in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's the rise of the Third Reich. He's shooting that that picture of Hitler about five to ten times. Yep. It shows in reverse. Yeah, my, yeah. My jaw was like, oh, dude, I was literally like fixated. And yeah, they show the baby Hitler, and he can't bring himself to do it because he, he's realizing I'm just as bad as them. If yeah, and even though it's in his mind, right. for sure. So I, I don't. I want to say first and foremost, I was never. I think five zero. I yeah. I don't. I wasn't as. Uh, scarred from the church scene for some reason. Uh, for I, I guess turned on. This is one of those things. <laughs> shut up. This is one of those things where it's like I like I'm not blown. I wasn't blown away, but I wasn't like uh, like uh, having anxiety watching it. Even though I did a little feel bit, it wasn't ick. like yeah, just, I, I did. Like you feel like you need to take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, and it was like I don't know what it was. Like I guess because like. It's fucked up to say, but like shit like that actually happened. Yeah, sure, the, the, sure. That's the fair. church scene too. They, they, the Nazis tell them you can, you can come out and live if you leave the, the babies inside the burning. Yeah, room. yeah, dude. Because it's, it's, the, it's the warped thinking of the. This is going to start the imperfect so, race again. Yeah, then, yeah. yeah so, so and then obviously, like, there's only one. There's the only moment where it's like, ah, okay, finally some relief. 
was at the end when they fucking mowed down all the fucking Nazis. Yeah, that they had. yeah. And even and that, like, they they used some humility there. They didn't yeah. torture the shit out of them. For like sure, they, they just killed them. Yeah. yeah. When he was going to light them on fire. You know, it's funny. Shit. My buddy Rodney, when he listened to last week's episode, he texted me. He's like, "Yo, come and see." He goes, "That's the fucking most." He goes, "It's the most fucked up horror movie I've ever seen." He said that too. Yeah, so film, yeah, man. it's the other thing too. I want to say one last thing. I dare any person who's a Nazi sympathizer, to who's, suck a, my who's ass. a neo-Nazi right now, I dare anybody. You have one chance. Sit down and watch this movie and tell yeah. me you sympathize with Nazis now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I mean, and honestly, to be fair, I don't need to hear from anyone that had Nazi sympathies even before that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking, no, I know, I know what you're saying. I know, what you're, you do. Listen, I know what you're saying. Everyone can be rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. Watch, sure, that's fair. Watch, that's sit, fair. Sit down and watch that movie and tell me tell me you sympathize with that with those that's, fucking people. That's totally fair. You know what I'm saying? That one shot of, the, of him at the Fleora at the end after everyone dies. Yeah. He's down on his knees. And they're trolling him with the gun to yep. the head, and they're taking that, that picture in the, in the black smoke. Yep, the girl that walks, the, the girl that walks oh up after God. being raped incessantly. That was brutal. Too. That the whole thing was just so. The, the, so the part at the end when they have all the Nazis, right? And the one guy who is immediately selling his entire his entire platoon up the river. Yep. That was the guy who dragged the chick out there yes. and yep. threw her in, and he's immediately like, "I didn't do it." They told me, and you, and they specifically put the close up of him like, meh, 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 like enjoying himself while it was all yeah, happening. yeah. So to see that happen so quickly is so sick to say, but it was, I, I was like, "Good, fuck that guy." Yeah, you know, and I love deserve that. I love war films. I sure. think other than maybe the beach scene in in, in uh, Saving Private Saving Ryan, Ryan yeah. some of the battle scenes, yeah, sure, nothing ever felt so raw and real. No, I. I agree completely that yeah. one like i think saving you know if we're talking sh- straight war movies i think saving private ryan's the fucking bar uh, it's, and, and just battle scenes it's it's a different kind of movie it's a completely different kind of it's a completely different kind of movie but uh there isn't a you know quote unquote war movie that that stuck with me in my mind and then on a rewatch had the same exact impact that it did the first time that i felt the same way watching it again where i was just like i made a fucking mistake watching this again <laughs> like i'm like i feel gross yeah. And it's, but it it, it was a uh, profound and powerful, is how I would say. See, it, it took a while for the dust to settle for me. Yeah. See, for me, I still I think nineteen seventeen is better. I I don't think it's that good of. See, a, that's like, where nineteen seventeen. I loved it. I watch again. It's a great movie. It doesn't even crack my top ten war movies, which is fine. But nineteen seventeen. Yeah, it might be in the back end of my top ten. nineteen seventeen is an all time favorite of mine. But I, I think great, that's it's better. A it's, a, it's a great I, movie. I think as far as like war movies, I think. Again, for me personally, this is this isn't this isn't crack top ten to me, honestly, not even close. Like as far as something that's in, like, and this is also part of my thing that I wanted to bring up. Again, again, anyone does, anyone has their preferred medium because they want to be entertained, sure, because mm-hmm. they want some sort of levity, because you know whatever the fuck happened at work, you know, sure, sure. I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch something that's not going to make me. Oh, that was fucking cool. Or this is you no, know, it's I mean, definitely I, not entertaining. I, I do want to, I, I want, <laughs> no, I want to be unless you want to see like, like the, a yeah. certain type of filmmaking and storytelling, and if that's the case. And this executes it to a fucking T, like yes. beautifully. Sure. And, but and I'm, I don't want to take away any of those things. Yeah, sure, sure. But like, I would rather watch Fury. I would rather watch. You know, I rewatch Fury and I like it. But I that's another one where I'm like, I think people wildly overrate this. It's really good. It's very entertaining, yeah. but it's wildly. It's like when I watched Troy I think yesterday. It's solid. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's really good. It's a really f- entertaining movie. Yeah. But that's another one. I don't even think that's a top twenty war movie. Fury. Like I'm talking the Apocalypse Now, Platoon. Oh, of course. Full Metal I'm, Jacket. Those are, those the, are the, lo- the longest day. Thin, thin Red Line's really. Thin good. Red Line is fucking that. incredible. Yeah. I, I like movies like that. Like, like Patton. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Patton is fucking Patton's great. fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Tora, 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 Tora is great. Pearl Harbor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> you got other shit like The Great Escape. The Great, you know, dude, The Patriot. Yeah, it's completely fictionalized. The Patriot fucking rules. Yeah, the Patriot's, the Patriot's awesome. That's the same guy that directed Ar- Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> Roland Emmerich. And what so, was crazy what I found out, this director, his wife was like his main creative collaborator. She yeah. Died in a car accident before he started filming this. Ah. Tell it's Illuminati. A little deeper because <laughs> of that. And then he even said yeah, after he made this, sure. he's like, I don't need to make any more movies. No, I feel like that's <laughs> like, one, there's certain directors that have done things like that. Yeah. They, they reach their one that they want to do, mm-hmm. and their creative passion is gone. Like, that one especially taking seven years. People died while they were filming it. There's so much turmoil yeah, on the filming. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So what would you grade it as? 7-2. Uh, 7-2. Okay, that's fair. All right, so I'm going to reverse course on you. I already told you the album to listen to. We're going to go with something fun, something upbeat, a comedy. This week, okay, we talked about it before. I was shocked you never saw this movie. By no means is this an all-time comedy, but it holds a very dear place in my heart, and I believe Josh's heart as well. This movie, um, Detroit Rock City, is the name of this movie. I don't know if you've ever seen this, Justin. Never, I've never seen it either. So it's a really, really simple premise. You won't recognize. You might recognize the main character in it, and you'll recognize Ed Furlong is in it. Um, okay. he, so four guys they play in a Kiss cover band. They're diehard Kiss fans in the seventies. They win a contest to go see. <laughs> I don't like Kiss at all. I like unless unless the song is Detroit Rock City. I don't. Well, like Kiss. there you go, Detroit Rock City. Okay. Nice so songs. the the whole premise of the movie they win a contest to go see Kiss live, and it's about their trek out to go see Kiss live. Okay. They get into fight with fights with disco douchebags. They save a girl from being raped. They there's mushrooms involved. There's a lot of weed involved. Picture of like. It's like a there's a guy's even though it's supposed to be like a Jay character from Jay and Silent Bob in this. Okay. He dresses like him. The movie is so absurd. There's parts that will still make me laugh out loud to this day. This came out when I was like in fifth grade, and I remember just cracking up at it. There, there's no by no means is this a class. It's like a cult classic kind of thing. Uh-huh. Josh, do you like this movie too? I love it. Yeah, see, it's one of these things. You grew up with it, so maybe it won't have the same thing, but take some vitamins, okay. sit back, watch it. There's other great classic rock in the movie. It's not just a Kiss soundtrack. There is a lot of Kiss, but there, there's a lot. Cheap Trick is in it. There's a lot of classic rock. Um, there's a pin, a Kiss pinball machine involved at some point. Okay. A little kid gets his ass kicked in the movie. Um, is it it's like Andrew Garfield his, kicking the shit out of the kid? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the, the main kid in the movie, his mom is, like, this hardcore religious woman. They believe ki- that there was a huge... Huge uprising against Kiss, even in the rock community, because everyone believed Kiss were, uh, stood for Knights and Satan service. So you're like, you can't be in a Kiss band. So it's literally about them trying to avoid his mother, get to this concert, get their tickets. It's absurd. It's over the top. It's a lot of fun. We'll lighten the mood this week. The pick for this week is Detroit Rock City. It almost sounds like a tenacious D. It's a very much that kind. That's actually a pretty Did good you need comparison. To throw something lighthearted in after these depressing. Is it I had a, a couple other in no? mind. Yes, th- definitely depressing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are you giving me? So the album I'm going to give you this week is from a French pop punk band called... Is it in French? No. All right, good. Called... It, are you sure they're not Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the band is called Chunk, No Captain Chunk, like from the Goonies. Wait, it's Chunk? Chunk, No Captain Chunk, like from the Goonies. Can you listen to J-pop or K-pop, Micah? <laughs> the, only, the only K-pop I've ever listened to was Baby Metal, and they fucking rule. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Baby Metal? I actually like Baby Metal. Baby Metal, fuck it. What's the name of the album? The album is... Oh, shit, I forgot it. Great. 
No, it's either Pardon My French or... Hold on. Oh, it's Get Lost, Find Yourself. That was our latest album. I apologize. Uh, Get Lost, Find Yourself. So this was the last album they put out in 2015. They've basically been MIA for the last five years. I'm. It's either they broke up or they just stopped writing music in general because they were a very, very, very good band, and this is the best album they put out. But they, it was... For bands uh, in Europe, it's... You really make it when you when you hit in America. Sure. Same thing like in America. You're you know you made it when you hit in Europe or Asia or anything okay. like that. Uh, so Chunk really like they hit it pretty hard. They went on tour with big bands like A Day to Remember and stuff. I've seen them live a bunch of times, but they just never hit too big in the states. Uh, this is just a fun pop punk record. Cool. Uh, this is probably the best they've ever. I've liked sounded. almost all. I don't think I've given any of the pop punk albums you've given me poor reviews. I ended up liking pretty much all of them. So and uh, so I like Cousin Greg from Succession's pop punk song I sent you about coronavirus. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, so the one thing I the, uh, the only homework assignment other than the album I want you to do is listen. To at a whole album. Okay. Listen to the production, listen to the words, listen to his pronunciation because they're very French. Okay. Right? And then listen to, write it down, listen to one song, their bit, their first big song in the States was uh, In Friends We Trust. That's from their first album in 2012. And just hear the difference. Okay. Because it's, the, 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 the essence of the original band is still there in the new album, in their newest album. But, you could hear that it's just very. It was very. It was a very DIY band, and for for whatever reason, this being so the, they grew up a lot. They grew up a lot for whatever reason. This being the best produced album, the best lyrically they ever sounded, musically they ever sounded. They just never hit big, and they haven't put in a record in five years. So okay, my pick this week is Chunk No Captain Chunk. Uh, get lost, find yourself. Cool. I'm excited to listen to it. All right, let's go with um, our favorite opening segment. Uh, Josh, what have you watched this week? What have you been watching? What did you watch? Uh, what did I watch this week? I watched Independence Day. No, 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 I didn't watch Independence Day <laughs> really? this week. You're you're going to go a month straight. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I know. I should have, but I didn't. He hasn't been straight um, for a month though. Facts. <laughs> um, fuck. I just I literally just watched a movie. Like, uh, let Taylor go while I think about it. Okay. Conforto hit a home run, did so he? it's five two. Yeah. Right, cool. All right. So let's go down the list. I watched uh, Cool Hand Luke. Like I said, I'm very good. Two. Classic. I watched uh, Armageddon again. Okay. I watched the first five episodes of Secession. Okay. Great choice. And I also got very mad. Because I found that it's only two seasons. I thought it was more. Well, there's more coming, but season two will make you go even more. I wish season three was here. And then here's the one that's going to get a couple oohs. Okay. I watched four seasons of Deadliest Catch. I that whatever it's a dude that's like mindless like I adrenaline fucking, racing entertainment. I caught the bug because I was down the shore because you didn't catch any fish because <laughs> he wasn't allowed. Actually, well, the week before I caught. Did fish. you catch any fish, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the fucking um, so when I got down there, they were all at the boardwalk or whatever. And I get to the house that they were renting, and they have dish at the house, and it's fucking awful. So the only I'm scrolling through, and the only thing I see on that I want to watch is Deadliest Catch. Okay. I catch five minutes of it. And Never like, watch an episode of it. And I'm like, oh, I just got hooked. That's a shit pun, but I just got hooked. It's on Discovery. Yeah, oh, Discovery. It is. So right? now I, I've watched four seasons of Deadliest Catch. You beef? And yeah, I just beef pretty good, dude. <laughs> beef rises, dude. Yeah, so dark yeah, beef. So th- that's basically what I've been watching. Okay, um, Justin, what have you watched in the last week or so? I actually started a new show. It's an old show that I've never seen. So okay, it's what's up? Under. Six Feet Under yeah. is incredible. I love it's on it. the Criterion Channel. So, on HBO, it's Six it's Feet like, Under. Six Feet Under is great, and it also has maybe the greatest finale. Alley in I've television that. history. To that it's too, it, so. it might be like the landlord watched it for the first time uh, maybe a year or two ago, and I was watching episodes here and there. I've seen the show two or three times, but I was like, "Let me know when you're on the finale because I want to watch it again." It's 
Yeah, I don't think there's a better finale of a television show ever. It's 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 a great show though. It's, it's a fucking fantastic. it's a it's a it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's really dark at times, but it's so well done. Um, I would put that on like the top five HBO shows probably. It's it's up there. Do you guys do what you've been listening to as well? Um, no, I not mean, not as much because I I because all I'm listening to for the most part is what he gave me. I try to listen to it as much as I can. I'm just I'm listening to hardcore. He generally talks about if new albums came I'm out. Listening to another classic rock band. What's that? Surprise, Pink Floyd. Okay. Oh hell yeah, dude. What's yeah, what, big, what, big on any, them? Any, yeah. Any album? Any album in particular? Yeah. Uh, animals. Animals. All right, yeah, okay. it's really good. Animals is There's a only good like one. three songs on it, really, but yeah. it's fantastic. Well, that's the same like thing. It. Like uh, you know, when when people talk Pink Floyd, everyone's gonna go like you know, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall, blah 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 blah. I get it. The best album, in my opinion, they ever wrote is Wish You Were Here. Wish You I've Were Here is too. fucking yeah. phenomenal, dude. Just I The Wall is just so iconic, dude. I, 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 I listen and I and yeah, I don't yeah. disagree. I the song The Wall in general is fucking phenomenal. The movie is phenomenal. Everything You're about not big Pink on Floyd them, right? is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't it's shit just, talk Pink Floyd. Like, it's not for I me. I think yeah. that a lot of people just don't give David Gilmore the recognition. Oh, he deserves it. I say someone that's not even a fan. He's incredible. Everyone's like Roger Waters. Roger Waters. It's fucking David Gilmore, dude. And not only that, like he is so fucking underrated as a guitarist. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. There's so much about Jimmy Page, who's obviously great. Overrated. Um, Tony Iommi, who's also great. great. You know, but you don't, you never hear about David Gilmore as a guitarist. Give me. I, if, you, if you talk about those iconic solos from the 70s, from the classic rock era, there is not a better solo than Comfortably Numb. There's Max. not. There uh, is I, fucking I, I, I don't even like Pink, I don't even like Pink Floyd, and I will take Gilmore, and I'm a huge Zeppelin fan, I'll take Gilmore over Jimmy Page any fucking day of the, the week. Only, I'm not a Jimmy Page guy on guitar. only solo that is on par with it, and even though it's wildly overplayed... Uh, Carlos Santana and Smooth? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's from 1997. Is, uh, He's classic rock, though. Is, is, uh, the guitar solo from uh, Hotel California, Joe okay, Walsh yeah, and Glenn yeah. Fry. That's really good. That's, that shit's iconic. You know, even Freebird, say what you will, it's 15 fucking minutes. The whole song is um, a goddamn guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's just, I, I wish we hear such a phenomenal record that I wish more people actually listen to because the obviously. The soundtrack. To it. But the other I'm thing. To it. I actually don't. And the other I actually thing like too that. With David, one. So obviously there's Comfortably Numb, but another song that no one gives enough recognition to is Run Like Hell. Mm-hmm. And Run, Run Like Hell's Hell great. Is a fucking phenomenal opening riff to that song. I, I And I even said it, I think I said it like two weeks ago. I, I was like really into Pink Floyd. I, you know, I I took a couple too many fucking vitamins, vitamins and I fucking and I drank a bunch of Kool Aid and I fucking sat there. Yeah, I, I, that's a boat I, I never seen shit. I never got on the Pink Floyd boat. I, I respect them. I I respect the shit out of them. Um, it's just you know it's one of those things. My dad didn't like them because they were not fun to play on bass because oh, a lot of the bass lines are droning. Yeah. Like outside of money, they yeah. don't have any like just overpowering like, bass like lines. Roger, just like Roger Waters. I actually life. don't care so much for Dark Side of the Moon. I really don't. It, I like Dark Side. I a like lot. it's fine. It's you know, there's a, there money, is Pink Floyd I like. Money it's, is such an overrated song in my opinion. It is because there's so many better songs on the that best record. Song on that record is Us and Them, and it, it doesn't get the credit for being as good as it is. I agree. Oh, and yeah, I, I just is also very good. I loved it. Yeah. I also love everyone saying record yeah. now. Record, yeah. Just I, like you're gonna start saying yeah. film or cinema. Fuck you, by by cinema. So so it's great. Speaking of um of cinema, um what I've been watching uh the the landlord and I pretty much finished the entire MCU out. 
Um, oh, yeah, we we skipped over oh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, but, we were just talking about this. I, um, I have to watch. <laughs> I, have to, I have to watch them. I've never so, really so, watched. Um, them. They're, 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 listen, verbatim. Justin goes. I, I sound like I don't want to watch them. I just know they're not good. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Listen, I, I, that's not right. Josh is here too. He's I will say legitimately, Infinity that. War and Endgame are really good movies. Like they're they are very good. They're they're very yeah. well written. And when it looks at the the when you look at like the overall achievement of filmmaking to pull off what they did with complex characters, you know, not they're not character arcs or whatever. You know, it's not a character study, but complex characters for each one of them to get their own moment in the spotlight. They yeah. do a really good job with it. Um, and I was I knew. That she was well. First off, she loved Ragnarok when we watched that. Ragnarok's great. That's, yeah, um, that's thing. I haven't seen that. Like that's, I was telling that's him, Taika Watiti. I've only seen up to like 2014. I kind of stopped. And I was saying to him, the only one that I've truly loved is Winter Soldier. Was Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is, is still probably my favorite yeah. one. Winter Soldier is the best. So um, I'm gonna give the Ragnarok the is my Ragnarok. If if, yeah. if I'm counting Infinity War and Endgame as one movie, which I think you probably should do. Yeah. Um, it is one movie. It, you should count it as one. If that's the case, Ragnarok's my number three on MCU. It's so good. Um, the one. Other one we watched was Captain Marvel, and even she was like, "This isn't very good." The parts when she be like full on becomes Captain Marvel, they're cool. Yeah, the parts, some of the parts on on Earth when she's like figuring things out is good. It just seemed like a lost opportunity. Well, Jude Law just sucks. Who, Jude Law is <laughs> terrible. He's terrible. Well, uh, well, basically, well, the last time Jude, I saw Jude Law in a movie that I liked was Contagion. That was the last. Yeah, time. he's good. He can be good in certain and things. Then, he's really good in Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition's so, a fuck. You've seen Road to oh, Perdition? Yeah, seen, Incredibly so, underrated so movie. One of my, but Tom I, Hanks is a pedo. I was so. Oh, let's he not. fucked his kid. In the movie, <laughs> I was so I, I was so like I, like when Heath Ledger died, I was so ready to watch the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Oh, the thing about that is, it's not it's good. It's awful. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, dude. it wasn't good. Shit. Um, so what else we watched? We actually today when we were, I just had to read my book, and landlord was smart. She was like, the power right. might go out. Oh, I'm better uh, than you. I read. Books. I've been trying to. Re- I try to read one book every month or so. Right. Um, we're. I'm actually. In, I have a new book coming tomorrow. We're gonna have the author on in a couple weeks. Um, he's calling in soon. What was that? Not that guy. Not that one. Different one. A real book. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that. Follow me up in a second if I forget. I'll talk about the author we're going to have on. Let me jump in really quick. I remember I watched one thing this week. It was Mars Attacks. Oh, great call. Oh, you did. Uh, great call. That's a great, that's a great movie. That's a great. Um, but the landlord and I today, we watched um, All the President's Men, which I hadn't watched in quite a long time. Is that why you texted Yeah, me I was like, today? I hadn't seen it so long. It's so good. I just, yeah. love, I just love when they're like, they do the, the countdown. It's like, oh, wait, that's where they fucked up. Yeah, it, it's it's great. And we wa- also watched uh, last night, Bob got me itching to watch Troy. And I like it. It does not hold up like no, I it remember. Yeah, it, I there's I'm some parts of it. The action scenes are fucking great. Brad yeah. Pitt's very good. Brad, Ki- Brad Pitt's good in it. He, Brad, get, he, Brad, Brad, Kitt. Brad Pitt brings complexity to a role that's not that complex but like even Brian Cox isn't that good in it and no, Orlando not. Bloom is awful in it <laughs> at least at least well, Eric Bana not great in a lot of things yeah but he no. was really he bad did. in this no, one the only movie outside of Lord of the Rings he was very good in was, was the first Pirates of the Caribbean City of God City of um, no, no City wait, of God's on. a foreign film wait 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 there's there's another movie where he's like he's a knight in the crusades yes uh, Kingdom of Heaven that one yeah Knight's Kingdom, Tale. A Knight's, I love a Knight's <laughs> yeah. Tale Knight's I Tale love a Knight's awesome. Tale um uh, what I was going to say. Um, so the, the author I was saying that we're going to have on, I told Taylor about this a couple weeks ago. So when George Romero died, um, they unearthed a bunch of stuff that he had been working on. One of them being a movie that was never seen. They said it was too shocking when he made it called The Amusement Park that a studio just bought and it's going to be released VOD pretty soon. You're right um, very hyped for that. But one of the things they found was a novel that he'd been working on for like 15, 20 years called The Living Dead. And he finished about 300 pages of it but did not get to finish it before
before he died. It got picked up by an author that he had been working with with ideas on and how to tell certain stories because he never wrote a book before. Um, the book's done. It came out today. I'm getting my copy of it tomorrow. Um, I'm very excited to read it. The author's name is Daniel Krause. He's going to be on the show in like a month. I had a conversation with him. Uh, I want to read the book first because I realized when you have an author on after we did the Jonathan Stoden interview, it's a lot better to know the book. Um, but, you know, I'm just very interested. You know, you had to die, especially if you're a fan of his, and he's been a fan as long as I have since he was a little kid, to kind of dive into the mind of someone that you idolized is very, very interesting to me. Now, um, what Josh talked about, and I'll just say it on here, um, uh, because I don't think he's going to listen before I, ha- I reach out to Jack McCracken uh, that will be on the show. So a friend of uh, the landlord's that's, um, you know, she, she looks on t- Tinder. She's a single girl. She, ran, she met some guy who is an author, and he has a pen name, Jack McCracken. So he wrote some book we called uh, Beyond Mortal uh, Minds or something. something like it's something like that. So she was telling Ralph and I about this book. And or me and Ralph, that's the proper way to say it. Me and Ralph about it. And me and Ralph decided, oh, we're going to buy the book. So we both bought the book. I read about a chapter, and I'm like, holy shit, this is terrible. It's so bad. I'm going to read the whole fucking thing Ralph is. And then what we're going to do is have him call in. But we're going to do, we're going to borrow from Opie and Anthony. We're going to do something called the legacy interview. Now, what the legacy interview they used to do on Opie and Anthony was is they would bring in two other producers. Sam Roberts would play Anthony, and Eric Nagel, E-Rock, would play Opie. And they're basically just using catchphrases and almost talking like them. My idea is I will play Taylor. Taylor will play me. Ralph will play Josh and vice versa. Or maybe Ralph plays one of us since he's going to read the book too. Can I play Ralph? Uh, you got to read the book. Oh well. Okay, order it and read it. Okay, it's, cool. it's really short. It's like 200 pages. Right. And the font is like child size. Um, so yeah, I so wanna... what were you thinking? Yeah. When you were right those paragraphs. Yeah, the arcade fire. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hernia. <laughs> All right, it's so, fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's I'm fine. Try- Scott Port. The Scott Port was shitting it. Port was shitting it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Some, Ar- some Arby's too. Yeah, I have Arby's. Well, we can't bash Arby's. No, you can't say. No, that. you can't bash I, Arby's. It's exactly uh, good. I don't think I. Wa- I'm trying. I, I def- like Will Reed. Oh yeah. Oh, I watched Seven Samurai this weekend too. Fuck yeah, I had to. Yeah, it had to be. Done. Dive That's, into the filmography. Uh, what, on the on, on what? Kurosawa. Okay, I, oh, well, no, I've watched Tora, it. Tora, 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 dog. Tora, Tora, Tora is he, great. He, he directed that. Yeah, yeah. That's that, I believe. Oh. It, I know something you don't know don't about movies. Wait, that. check it. Fact check, jo- it Josh. I need producer. a fact check. Who directed Tora Tora Tora? That was what I yelled at Bob about yesterday. Like Peter Jackson movies. He goes District Nine. I'm like fuck you. No, yeah. I, I it was funny because I later I was having a conversation. My buddy watched it. My buddy Brand watched Batman versus Superman for the first time. He goes, "This might be the worst movie Josh, ever made." He did not. What? He did not. No. Did he produce it? No. He didn't do anything with it. I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> well, Tora 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 is great. The Seven Samurai, real quick. I was trolling my dad because he doesn't watch anything. Yeah, movies. he loves westerns. I was like, this Who is, else this is foreign. Film? I was like, this is better he than was Magnific- an uncredited writer on the movie. Okay, all I was right. Like, this is better than Magnificent Seven. No, <laughs> that's not possible. And Magnificent Seven's great it's in its good. own right. It's, it's a really good movie. But I was like, no, Seven Samurai is a lot better. Seven Samurai is a lot better. Like Yo Jimbo's yeah. better than Fistful of Dollars. Yeah, for Fistful sure. Dollars is a rip off of Yo Jimbo, who which. Kurosawa directed, right? And I yeah. like Fistful of Dollars, but not Clint Eastwood did that yeah. a lot. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my, uh, when Bob Bob said Jones that thing, when Bob said that thing about District Nine being Peter Jackson producer, I was like, and later I was on Ridley Scott's IMDb page. He has like 180 producer credits, yeah. Yeah. and he has also has some dog shit in there too. He has oh. some bad like GI Jane. Yeah. I don't ever need well, to watch some bad G- directed yes. movies too. Yeah. yeah. Well, he directed that. I'm talking he, about the things he's directed. Oh, he's he has some bad directed, ones. Yeah. Watch GI Jane because Vigo plays the Master Sergeant. I saw it before. 
before Vigo was Aragorn. <laughs> I yeah. saw G.I. Jane a long time ago. I mostly wanted to see it because I thought Demi Moore was fucking hot because she was. Master Sergeant? Oh, it's so, it's so bad. All right, so <laughs> let's. I wanted to go into something fun quick. Um, Seek life and, elsewhere. And Justin, you may not be able to input on this, but Josh and Taylor will be. Um, find a way. IGN uh, recently input, uh, they posted something. Their top 25 PlayStation 4 games oh. of all time. Yeah. I had it. So I had it see, multiple times. Did you, and you, you sold keep it. selling it. Did you read this, Josh? I did. Okay, so we'll you, start out. You know on, why I got into Ghost of Tsushima? Because you're the one who told me about yeah, it. Yeah, same. Sold and you sell it. I'm a count. Yeah, the account for <laughs> you're sure. You're a highly regarded so count favorite. There, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a, a I know, co- I know co- what number one. Cosa Favor Nostra. So there's a bunch of games on here I never heard of or played. Like number 25 is Near Automa. I don't know what Probably that is. Probably RPG. Um, Probably. Yeah, it's at, it's a futuristic dystopia action RPG okay. is what it says. Number 24 is Monster Hunter World. Uh, I played that. That was fun. All right. Taylor, franchise. number 23, Apex Legends. Boo. <laughs> I know someone that loves it. Yeah, what's, what's his <laughs> name? Oh, no. He loves Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 22 is Yakuza 0. I did not play that. 21 is Tetris Effect. I love, te- I love Tetris Is that games. an exclusive? It's great. I, I guess, yeah, it has to. <laughs> Tetris uh, 20 is called Dreams. There's a lot of these indie games that were on PS4 that were supposed to be great, and they always give them for free on yeah. plays, and I never actually play them. I download them, but um, the next one is 19 is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Facts. Um, 18 is Overwatch. Overwatch is that's an ex- That's not an exclusive game, though. I don't, it's on Xbox, too. Is it? Or no, what? no, Overwatch? It's, it's, it's cross-platform. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe. It, it, it's a Blizzard game. It's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. 17 is Ratchet & Clank. Uh, I just hate when they do that on these lists, but yeah. 16, What Remains of Edith Finch, which I actually have heard about, and it's supposed to be I, fucking yeah. great. Um, four, 15 is Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 is great. 14, this is up Josh's alley, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Yeah, but it's wrong. It's wrong? It's, wrong. it's, it's not- the worst fucking game in the series. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it bad? Because it sucked. <laughs> okay. What's your, what's your favorite in All right, the series, so Josh? Let's, um, or give your list. Give your... Uh, yeah. So for the Metal Gear Solid What's series? the worst yeah, one? Yeah, Phantom yeah. Pain. No, the worst one is Phantom Pain. Yeah, fair. Uh, followed by Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, then Metal Gear Solid 2, then Metal Gear Solid, then Metal Gear Solid 3. Metal yeah. Okay. Solid 3 is Do you want to hear what they actually... Metal Gear Solid 3 is Guns of Patriots. Three. That's the one? 3 is great. Uh, or no, is that three, four? Snake Eater. Snake Eater. Do you want to hear what they wrote about Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain? Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain is without question the most ambitious entry in the Metal Gear series. So ambitious, in fact, that it's something of an unfinished masterpiece. Wrong. While, while a lot of hardcore fans... Wrong. Just, wait, listen. While a lot, <laughs> wrong. No, Charlie Murphy. Wrong. wrong. No, do Charlie Murphy. Wrong. 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 Right. While a lot of Hardcore fans. Ha, of the ser- While a lot of the hardcore fans of the series were disappointed by the game's scattered story, it's hard to deny There's that the no mo- story. Wait, it's hard to deny <laughs> that the moment-to-moment gameplay is absolutely phenomenal. On top of rock-solid movement and a huge, sometimes literal sandbox to explore, the Phantom Pain gives players a huge arsenal of weapons, vehicles, gadgets, and AI companions to approach missions creatively. As always, stealthy tactical gameplay is rewarded heavily. But if a mission goes sideways, or if you're feeling squirrely. The game doesn't punish you too hard for getting loud and messy. Even if you've never played another Metal Gear game, this is a hell of an experience. If the plot leaves you with a big question mark over your head, don't feel left out. That's part of the fun. Josh, comment. All right, so listen. Just because a game has immaculate controls and just because it's very well produced doesn't mean that it's a good fucking game. Like, okay, it should have been a good game. It could have been a good game. But don't talk about... The scattered story. There was no story. Don't talk about the plot question mark. There was no fucking plot. And the the game starts. 
All right, so there's no way for me to describe no, this don't. without going. I don't want you to deep into the. Just lore. say it sucks. It sucks. Okay, I wanted to get you a little fired up there. Well, um, those games rely on the great story. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's there, why I didn't play them. And it fucking took the story and fucking threw it out. Pissed. I see. I'm contributing. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't questioning you. Number number thirteen, Resident Evil Two. Um, great remake. It was fucking incredible. It's on a bunch, uh, number right. twelve, Taylor, the one we're playing right now. Really Ghost, that quick? Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is up there oh, right yeah, away. Yeah, it makes sense. The fucking game came out three weeks ago. This is a great list. <laughs> <laughs> number eleven, Red Dead Redemption Two. That's fair. Should be higher. Eleven? Yeah, I know. Fuck off. Number ten. Who made this list? Uh, number ten, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, DLC. voice crack. Number nine, Control. Number eight, I, this probably should be higher. Marvel Spider Man was fucking. Great. It was yep. fucking excellent. Uh, number seven, Horizon Zero Dawn. Fucking incredible. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, number six, Grand Theft Auto Five yes. or GTA Online. Enough. Enough. The Grand Theft Auto Five. Fucking it's enough. Great, it's, great. it's great. It's been fucking ten years. What's been so fucking the PlayStation? The PlayStation's been around for ten years. A lot of DLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of DLC, dude. Uh, number five is Persona Five Royal. What? Um, number four is The Witcher Three. Witcher Three is good. Yeah, number yeah, three yeah. is Bloodborne. What? Um, okay. Number isn't t- Bloodborne just like a number basic two is like God carbon, of War? Isn't it a no, fucking no, no, carbon no, copy of number? Fucking what do you well, what do you yeah. think number one is, Justin? The Last of Us Two. La- number two is The Last of Us Part Two, and number one is God of War. Fair, fair. Um, God I of can't, War I played. I can't argue against. They, they could be one or two for me, honestly. God, both were just unbelievable storytelling and gameplay. Oh, dude, did you see this shit? Speaking of uh, what's that? Speaking of PlayStation games, there is a subsect of the internet that hated Last of Us Two. Oh, I that know, is, dude. That I that is adhering to Abby's workout regimen to see if it's humanly possible to have arms like hers. By the way, I just want to let everyone know that, th- that this list came out without Cyberpunk 2070, 20, 2077. Well, it's not out yet. I know. That's what I just said. They said this. Li- all, Dude, it's time, not even going to come out. They're putting it say, off for two years. I just got so say, angry what he said. How can you say of all time? I'm fucking mad by what he said. How can you say of all time and not all the games came out yet? Well, they do this even. They did it probably like four years ago. Well, they do it all I also time. don't love lists like that because it's not. they're not talking strictly exclusives, right? I, I think most of those like were. If, if, but Red, most of those I know, were. That's, no, Red, that's what I'm Overwatch saying. You can do was. just exclusives. Yeah. Exclusive. Like if you're doing all, which they did, Red Dead's a lot higher than 11. Yeah. Where would you, would, are there any games you think we're missing, Josh? You're more of the dive into like any game person than I am. Um, it's so hard to remember because the PlayStation has been a la- around for so long now. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any that are slipping my mind as far as the PlayStation I, 4 see, goes. See, here's the thing. I've, I've, uh, at least with the next-gen consoles, the ones we have now, I've just been sticking to like the big titles. When I was playing 360, that's when I played fucking everything, man. Like, But this, like, I, I, I can't even think of another... like. I'm just happy Horizon Zero Dawn is even on that list. Never played it, I that. I feel like it's so goddamn slept on a lot. And that's the reason why like, I'm maybe slipping on Ghost of Tsushima a lot. Because it's the same fucking game. Just a little bit. Just a different enemy. Yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? It's the same RPG. Skyrim's the same shit. Um, Speaking of, hold on. If there's that list, Skyrim is on PS4. Why the fuck isn't Skyrim on that list? It's I one of the know. greatest RPGs of all fucking time. I don't know. Josh, comment. Skyrim. Not being on it. Well, uh, well, I mean, if you put Grand Theft Auto, uh, Auto Five on there, because that's also a but there was no DLC. No, no, no. But I'm saying that was a remaster. My my initial thing was going to be, well, that's a remaster. You can't put it on there. But they put Grand Theft Auto Five on there. So if Grand Theft Auto Five is on there, Skyrim's got to be on there. Okay. What would you guys like to see in the next Grand Theft Auto? Like what theme? Titties. 
I want to see a Grand Theft Auto 5 theme. Yeah, I want to just be DLC. I want Grand Theft Auto. What city? What city are they going to be? I want to go back. That was my question. I want to go back to Vice City. Vice yeah. City's my Liberty favorite. Vice, Vice City's nice. Vice City's friends. my favorite Grand Theft Auto. I want to go back to Vice City. You should be able to traverse all three cities. That's what I want. Go to I, another uh, country. It doesn't sound like that's going to happen. That'd be cool. Go to Tokyo go or to Hong Kong. Well, they didn't. If they... you're going to play that, then play play the fucking. <laughs> they uh, had that Tokyo game that yeah, was like that. It was yeah, it was supposed to be like Dead or Alive or something. Yeah, game. I remember that. Um, I what the fuck, guys? Would you would you want to be in Beirut right now? Those videos, uh, dude. dude that I, I shit. I didn't. I didn't even know. Did you you didn't see the video? No. Go to your phone right now. You gotta see these, and that country's in horrible shape as it is. Lebanon, it's a fucking yeah. disaster. Um, so I retweeted a bunch. Of, go to, just go to my page. It's I retweeted a bunch of the videos. It's fucking wild. And now Trump came out today and said that they believe it was a mis- uh, an attack, like a bomb. Which oh. I don't know if there's any levy to that. There's some people that were like uh, experts at seeing what was happening. It looked like there were little explosions before, and then a huge explosion. Um, it's there, every video. There was one video that was posted of a woman doing like her wedding shoot. And while she's doing it, the bomb goes off or the explosion happens. All right, it's 5 3. Pete just drove in a run. All right, watch this, dude. Oh, dude. No, okay, on? no, he just wa- watched the wedding one. You got to find the initial explosion. That's the wedding one. No, I know. I'm saying you got to find the initial explosion. Uh, Let me just see your phone quick so I can pull it up for is you. Is it right here? That's the one in the car. Watch this shit. So wait, dude, wait, hold on. The guy's driving up the road. You could see the fire. The building's already on fire. So, so what? 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 I'll explain. Watch. From a, uh, his whole windshield blew out, dude. Now go, keep, go back again. Go back. You got to see some of the other angles. No, go back on the videos. The one, the one and the woman in the apartment up top is a good is a good angle of it. Let's. So, see. like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? That's dude. <laughs> well, it, the, Lebanon is claiming that there were weapons they seized years ago in there. That they, there was a fire, and then those caught. No. Um, it was some. No is that, matter what, is that an atom bomb? It looks like a mini nuclear missile went off. Because look, the, dude, because did you see the pictures right on the there, ground? Did you see the pictures? Of what? Uh, no, go, go did, back I'm, a bit. I'm literally dude. All... And today's the 75th anniversary of Hiroshima, and that's what the the, the ground level looks dude, that's like. A, that's a fucking mushroom cloud, dude. It, there's one of guy in the boat when it goes that's, off. That's literally that is fucking. Wild, dude. That's a that's a mushroom cloud. That's a dude, nuclear, yeah. that's a nuclear bomb. Yeah, is what that is. It's like a, it could be a mini nuclear weapon. Did you watch your videos, Josh, of the explosion? I'm like, I'm, oh, dude, I'm, you got to see it. Pull I'm, it up on I'm, your computer I'm, or your phone so you can see this I'm shit. I'm legitimately freaked out, right dude. Now. I couldn't stop watching it. I was fucking. Uh, what are you looking at, Justin? I'm looking at the uh, the signatures you watch. Yeah, because mine mine was forged. Yours? Who forged it? Uh, Ralph you're, forged it. Ralph forged your. Shut he up. He couldn't get the poster to me in time, so they, they had a. I, I I sent him like a visual of it, and he forged it. Gotcha. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Do, how wild is so that, Taylor? It, that's 100 percent a nuclear warhead that exploded. Well, I, if it is, it's a very small one. If it if it's true that there was multiple missiles there that got lit up, it can create that kind of explosion. But it looked like you know they don't know if there's any radiation on the ground left. Where do I find these videos? Just go to my Twitter page and scroll back on the videos. Yeah, I retweeted a yeah, shit Josh, ton of them. they're all there. Dude, that is that is why like that's some really scary shit because like horrific. I mean, Last I saw, they said it was like fifty dead and there's twenty five hundred injuries. There's no way there's only fifty dead because of I that. was gonna say there, I, there's and yeah and like Justin said, Lebanon's a fucking barely hanging on so as is. Is that so? Or, so okay, so is that like an attack or is that an well? Action? Trump said today it was an attack, but 
I don't know if it that's looks true. Like, it looks like an attack. But it, the thing is, that building there specifically holds explosives. So maybe, so maybe it's, everything caught fire. It's possible because if you look at the early videos when it's just a fire, it looks like fireworks are going off on the base level. Right. But if it's true that they were seizing, they were holding weapons there, and um, Israel's claiming that that's a red line spot that they're building weapons there, it's like just a, a complete disaster. So, 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 who occupied that base? Is what I well, it's it's Lebanon. It's a Le- Lebanon's the country in Beirut. No, I, so it's I, I, it's, I, I, it's their government. It's their government oh, so military. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the, if they're claiming it, Israel like instantly said we had nothing to do with this because Israel's been going at it with Lebanon. Israel goes at it with everyone all the time. Um, but um, that's what they're saying. I think there's gonna be a lot of developments in this. Uh, it was that's pretty fucking horrific though. That's fucking. Uh, I I literally saw someone posted it. I saw it maybe like ten minutes after. I'm like, get the fuck out of so here. I, and then when more and more videos came out, every angle is more horrific than the last. Yep. So the the part that really obviously that really stinks about this is that you know it's it, it I'm hopefully at least hopefully, it happened during an election year. Hopefully it was an accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean because if it's an attack, then that's no good because if it's an attack uh, by one of our allies or then you we know got the, fucking problems. Hopefully there were no U.S. citizens there. I mean any loss of life is terrible, but hopefully there were no U.S. citizens there. Last I saw, we didn't know yet. Um, Josh, are you watching these? How fucked is that? <laughs> Dude, Listen, it's 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 silly to say it like this, but it's a big it's a big slice of humble pie. Right? Um, Dude, like that's a bomb. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. it's yeah, definitely something. Dude, nope. it's a mushroom cloud. Like, yeah, like think about this. You did not get a shockwave like that when the fucking Twin Towers fell. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, oh no, they yeah. put bombs in the Twin Towers, guys. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Pete Jet, Carroll, jet, jet fuel doesn't melt steel. Tower 7? Yeah. Um, guys, I, I am DVRing right now. My Hurricanes are taking on the Rangers right now. Um, so I have that DVRing. Uh, I got, I'm getting updates to my phone. Um, the news yesterday was that The Rock was part of a group to buy the XFL, but it sounds like that's getting shut down. Um, because of the creditors that were originally part of the deal in the XFL have the right to um, say, no, because there's certain things that rights to teams and likeness and things like that. I don't know the specific legality of it, but it sounds like it's got to hang up at least. Good for The Rock if he does it. Uh, how pissed is Vince? <laughs> McMahon, do you think he'd be annoyed? At, uh, you can't get mad at The Rock if you're Vince. He's the one guy you can get back come to, to come back every year or so, and it'll get you ratings other than doing an underground fight club. <laughs> it actually bumped It actually bumped the ratings, too. Well, you know what? They hyped it up like you don't know what it's going to be, so people are like, let's watch. I didn't turn it on. Dude, The Rock was at the inaugural game. What, like when Vince came out and did, this yep. is the XFL. Yep. And then like The Rock <laughs> came after the, he smelled what The Rock is cooking and did the eyebrow. It's when he told that fucking guy from NBC, uh, whatever, ever saw is like it's not going to be WWE I'm not yeah. going to be in front of the camera and within two weeks we, it was WWE the, the first night this is the that you what where's my football you know, <laughs> that's one of my favorite 30 for 30s oh the XFL one's about. fucking great because like my favorite thing was like the game constantly going into overtime like the football was bad mm. then next you know this team scores this team and scores. then when they brought it back people were convinced it was going to be good good this time it, it wasn't you know why like, people were fucking they're like this is going to put the NFL out of business was because because some fucking asshole on the team never does. ripped ripped the ripped never the top will. off a fucking uh, a truly can or a white claw. It was and, listen, and it was like this is why they're it, gonna go out of business. It was almost. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was like, almost no matter ex- how bad the football is in the NFL, no matter how bad it could get, no matter how pissy we all get at our teams. If you get pissed at the political, social stuff, whatever, the football is always quality. The bad, yeah. fo- almost always. The bad football almost. at the NFL. Unless you're a Cowboys or Dolphins fan, Ugh. or unless you're just a random Falcons fan from Jersey that likes to shit on the fucking. Cowboys. Then just and I went to high school. Josh got so <laughs> mad. Josh got so mad at, at, on Twitter the other day because someone did a poll: Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? And it was seventy-five percent no, twenty-five percent yes. Yeah. Fuck you. Know, you. You know, you know what's, 
<laughs> you know what's fucked up about that though? And oh, I actually believe this. If they win the Super Bowl, he, he probably gets in. He probably would be. And it's not his fault that they didn't lose. Yeah, the game. yeah. I know. It's fucking Shanahan. Fuck him. I wish I wish we had this. Don't worry, they, they got this, a, Josh. He did, a, he did a, a, a miniature version of that in the last Super Bowl. Yes, he did. I, I really it, dude, it might be worse because it, it was seven minutes. Uh, it wasn't worse. For <laughs> and no, me, and but no, it, was it definitely bad. wasn't it was it, bad. It's though. arguable just yeah. because seven minutes and you do, you make the same fucking right. mistake. Yeah. Nah, that's all right, Taylor. They're gonna come back. Percy Harvin's going to fucking kick. <laughs> I was the voice of reason until that, and I was like, yeah, it's, yeah, over. it's over. It's over. It's um, over. All right. So uh, what do we think about what Joe Kelly did to the Astros? I love it. Good. I fucking love it. The fact that he got I'm, suspended more my than new the hero. I know. Right I love that he got suspended more because it pissed everyone off. Because well, here's the, the thing. The equivalent is, is what, what is the equivalent in a real season? Uh, it's like absurd. 32 yeah, games or something. Um, insane, so here, here's my thing. Joe Kelly wasn't on the team, the Dodgers team that lost to the Astros. He was on the Red Sox that year. Why are you, That's my big issue. Why is yeah. Joe Kelly... The one doing it, but that I one, think that's why it's cool. No, I w- it should have been a guy that was on the team that actually has beef. What was his beef? He were on the Red Sox that were doing the same thing. Stupid. <laughs> he just white knighted in the moment. yeah. He white knighted. He yeah. was a social football, a f- social baseball justice but warrior. Can you not sit there and tell me when he's walking off? Oh, I, that was I, funny. I, I love that. I, lo- I love that. No, that was he did that toward uh, Correa. Correa, Correa, which is why I like it. Which I like it because Carlos Correa is a fucking piece of shit. Yo, he's a fucking head case. That guy, huh? Jesus. At least Bregman took it like. Like, it's like John Boy is one of my favorite like, look, things when he breaks I, shit down listen, like this. I can't not like Altuve because he's he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. And he's really fucking good. Yeah. But yeah, Carlos Correa is a what? piece of was, fucking dog shit, dude. I yeah. fucking hate that guy. No, but that's what annoys me about Altuve. Altuve doesn't need to fucking cheat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, tra- the argument would be now, this year, he needs to cheat because all those guys aren't hitting very well. But you know who? I saw the stats today. Christian Yelich is batting 091. I saw that. With you know one else? home run. You know who else is? <laughs> Gary Sanchez. <laughs> Gary Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. I saw a fucking stupid thing on Twitter today where it was like, hey, so uh, what would happen if, say, maybe, you know, Real Muto comes to the comes to the Yankees. Did my brother tweet that? No, no, he tweeted about benching him and sitting down. <laughs> Paxton, who's going to pitch for Paxton? Come on, you, you don't have options. Eight one. No, you don't. Yeah, what, what, eight yeah. One. What's the problem, yo, dude? Yo, Judge is on fire. Yeah, right now, dude. It, it's dude. I would love to see him over a course of 162 game season. So, so uh, let me say something like this. I, I'm not. I, I don't get annoyed at Giancarlo Stanton because I listen. He got traded there. He wanted to be there. He got a big fat. Sure, contract. sure. You know he got the contract Giancarlo? from the Marlins, but doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what? You know. You know what annoys me about Giancarlo? That is. His name was Mike. Stupid that and his <laughs> stupid fucking stance. Why is his back to the pitcher? His stance. Well, here's the thing. That his Why? stance didn't used to be that. He changed his stance not only after getting hit in the face with the pitch, but that was when he became a league MVP because he he was so susceptible, and he still kind of is susceptible to the low breaking ball. But it used to be a hundred times worse. He used to be just a power hitter. He became a better hitter after he's that. He's nice and lean now too. Yeah, he's there's been worse. Check him out. There's yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> I checked it out. Christian Yelich's mom. Oh yeah. Ooh. Look it up. Yeah, she's back. Higher up, than she's batting up. higher than him for Look me. Into it. She's, YouTube, she's, Christian Yelich's mom. Um, so overall, I I will say you know, um, and someone said to me, you're only saying this because the Mets aren't doing well. Listen, I'm used to the Mets not doing well. If you're telling me I'm not enjoying baseball because the Mets aren't doing well, you're fucking high. Josh knows better than anyone. I watch every year, almost every game, and I watch every team. I'm really not enjoying baseball. I I it's the games are ugly. Well, for a purist like you, I understand. What it's you're saying. and I was talking to Ralph, and Ralph is probably a bigger Yankee fan than you because he's like an old school Yankee. 
fan. He's like, I don't care that the Yankees are eight and one. He's like, it, it, the game just doesn't feel right to me. It the the so many pitching injuries now. Position players are getting hurt. The it, the game doesn't feel pure to me. And, and then they're adding in the the seven inning double header, which is the Yankees will be playing today, or today or tomorrow. 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 I, I hate that. It's I I, I the extra inning rule. At first, I was like, it's fine for the season. The first time I saw it in action, opening night, the Dodgers game. That was when they t- when they made the I- rules about the 16 team playoff. Ralph called me. I missed the call, and then I called him back, and he was already leaving me that voicemail. He <laughs> ranted to me, screamed for about five minutes. I just kept egging him on, and he was like, one of the lines he said, he goes, "Ah, fucking NBA, fucking Sacramento Kings are gonna make the MLB playoffs." <laughs> <laughs> but that's another thing. Like, oh my God. I, it, I'll be fine with uh, that. Doesn't bother me for this year, 16 game. That's fine. But I have zero doubt that Major League Baseball is gonna extend it beyond. Because more teams in, more revenue, right? Oh it's just, there's just, and I, I tried watching basketball. It doesn't feel right. Oh. The only thing that feels right is my Carolina Hurricanes. You know, the, the quality of oh, the games, the quality of the games for basketball are at least good. It's just, it's weird. It's, it's really weird, weird it's, man. So, it, it's like an AAU fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. The you only I mean? sport that's been worth a damn watching is the UFC. It's yeah, the only one nice. that has felt yeah. like because you know what, and that goes back to pure gladiatorial instinct and man that you're just watching two dudes or two chicks beat the shit out of each other. You always stop when you see a fight, like when you stop and see a car accident. And I, I don't know. And I, I still have zero faith the NFL is going to be able to pull this off. When you see now the Cardinals have issues. The Marlins are playing again today. Uh, I, I don't, especially don't, I've said this last week, I especially don't trust NFL players to be responsible and oh, be yeah, trusted. Sure. And it, it's just, I don't know. There's just, some, I, I can't imagine what, football, forget it. There's no home field advantage this year. You have no crowd noise. Nope. So if you have a great defense, your defense is going to suddenly be as good as they are on the road, which can be good sometimes. It's good. Like, if you're, if you're the Legion of Boom, let's say, remember how good the Seahawks defense was at home, and it was still good on the road, but not nearly as dominant? Forget right. it. You're not going to have that advantage anymore. I, I don't well, know. Uh, Baseball just really has not been enjoyable for me. Like, I've watched, I usually watch every team as much as I can, and I'm already, like, find myself, like, I'll watch the Mets, and I'm done. I'll watch the Yankees, and I'm done. And Football's it's just going to be high-scoring games, and it's going to be sloppy because mm-hmm. there's no preseason. Yeah, really, Which really I, I sloppy. A massive usually, fucking mistake. Usually, rid of preseason. You got to play some made. some game speed before you get into a real game. Well, that's but well, that's my my whole point and my whole my whole argument for it, especially going into the season, not knowing if the protocols work or not. You need at least two preseason games for every single team to test out the protocols. Yeah, and see I had if no shit no works. issue with them trimming them down, but you got to keep. But I'm saying you need to yeah. because listen, as much as as much as you hate to admit it. Victor Cruz doesn't exist without the preseason. Phil yeah, Lindsay right. doesn't exist without the preseason. I'm sure there's yeah. a handful more. There's a million guys. guys. You guys the, are trying to make a roster. The, 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 the undrafted guys, the late drafted guys, the guys that are trying to make the roster. And you know, on top of like my issues with sport, uh, Justin, really quick, could you turn the air off now? I don't think we need it now. It's fine in here. Also, I, before you go any farther, my buddy just texted me, uh, a buddy of ours who actually lives in Justin's neighborhood, just goes, uh, <laughs> "Do you have power?" I go, "Yeah, dude, we're good." He goes, "Lost it, uh, lost it at four, and the mayor calls and says the entire town is out." We may be in for the long haul. Fuck <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> fucking bullshit! All fucking week with no power. <laughs> fucking DLC sucks. <laughs> that stinks. Uh, My parents are on vacation too. <laughs> I get to enjoy the house, not fucking there. And there's no fucking power. How are you gonna charge your phone tonight? I'm not. <laughs>
dude. Yeah, you can charge in your I'll car. I'll do it in the car. Sleep in your car tonight. Sucks. Um, the other thing I was gonna say about the NFL. That's that's I'm so mad. The long haul from the mayor. <laughs> what does the long haul mean to you? Not sure. <laughs> Not sure. Oh, dude. Guess what? You're, you know what you're not going to do tonight? Watch a foreign film. No, I'm not. Maybe I'll watch it on my fucking phone in the car. In the I'll jerk off. Oh, go in your car to watch porn? Yeah. Yeah. Gets arrested for a decent exposure. This like, stinks. This year sucks. It's no, like it's been great. Landsberg, I'm going to make it about me. This year stinks. <laughs> no fucking power. Oh, man. Justin, here, Josh needs you for a second to get a picture. Oh, yeah. Try yeah, to get yeah. the screen aligned Why are you behind looking at? you. Like he was trying to show you a video. Um, so the other thing I was going to say. Like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, but you could put your like mic this. down for a second. Yeah, dude, like this. Justin, you could put your mic down for a second. No, I'm going to hold it. Okay. You're going to hold it. Yeah, that's fine. As long as the green screen's behind or whatever. Um, the other thing I was going to say with the NFL that's oh, annoying me is um this, this the opt out. I don't care about players opting out. Yeah. They're more than uh, they're all allowed to opt out. That's right. fine. And the fix uh, is Thursday's in. a deadline, right? Yeah. Th- well, which, deadline. Uh, well, I think the NFL doing that is so obscene. It's that terrible. It's it like, dude, they should be allowed to opt out. Whatever the, the fuck they want. If they decide, you know, like it, it's a, it, the game is on Sunday, and then before the game, they want to they want to just leave their hotel and say, hey, I'm opting out because my stats aren't that good, and then not tell the team. They're allowed to do that. Cespit is. Yeah, yo. <laughs> all right. The only right. reason I'm thinking it may last longer than people think is because of how greedy the NFL is. Yeah, yeah. But for I sure. think baseball might set the standard, though. Like if baseball cancels. And, and here's the thing with the well, opt-out. Cancel eventually, right? Baseball. What? I I don't see any way they're finishing the season with this going. If one more team has an outbreak and a series has to get canceled, you're already before any games got halted. If Yankee, if Yankees it, get it, it, it. the only like, listen, yeah, think about it feels, this. It feels a it's like a big I franchise. Was, like the Cardinals are big franchise. Cardinals are. One of the th- yeah. probably th- third franchise yeah. in the league if to it, the if, Yankees and Red Sox. If it was the Yankees or the Red Sox or or even the Mets too, I'd say. Oh uh, yeah, market, big market yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. sure, play. sure. I think that's that's where MLB, as much as a fucking idiot Manfred is, I mean, like the writing's on the wall at this point. It, it, again, yeah, that that's what I mean. Like they they have no choice. I mean, you were already trying to fit before any games got shut down. Sixty games in sixty five days, which is a next to impossible task. And you're not even thinking about the weather. So you're like, all right, fine, we're going to do double headers, but they're going to be seven innings. So what? Someone going to get a fucking seven inning no hitter? What does that mean? A seven inning perfect game? Shut the fuck up. No, get Manfred out and get Manfro in. Yeah! Manfred out and Manfro in. Yeah, yeah, Manfro yeah. in. I, dude, he'd make great decisions. Everyone's allowed to be on coke. Uh, <laughs> they're allowed to just pick up hookers and have them in the dugout. I'm in. Um, so let's talk about Cespedes quick. Um, okay, so before Sunday's game, Cespedes wasn't in the lineup and then it comes out uh, he wasn't at the game and the Mets put out this weird statement that, that they're that almost like he's they're concerned for his health. They don't know where he is. Then reports start coming in, like in the middle, towards the end of the game, that he told the team before the game that he was opting out. Then it comes out after. It's like, yeah, he opted out. He and it was what I said. Like I, I texted you guys. I was like, did he just pack up his hotel and fucking leave? Which means you don't know where he is. You could be concerned for his safety. Then, so what is the story here? Then, what do we believe that he told the team before that he was opting out, or that he did it and didn't tell anyone, and then he told them after his agent so, told them during or after the game? Is the is the actual story out, or are we still kind of we, speculating? no? We still have two sides of it. The, so, the one side of it is that he told the the team the night before, and the other side of it is that he told his agent told the team during the game towards the end of the game so and it, both either way he didn't do it properly correct but 
at the end of the day, it's one, it's his decision, and two, I think it's absolutely it's absolute bullshit what the Mets did try to make it look like he was being. Well, fired. this is what the Mets do to players. They did it to fucking their best player ever. They did it to Tom Seaver on the way out. Fucking idiot. And so I, I am actually originally I was like the Mets fucked this up, and yes, the Mets definitely put out that statement to make him look bad while making everyone think this dude might be on suicide watch. You know what I mean? That's well, that's why when but, I when I read the statement, I'm like, is this guy okay? Um, my my, my issue is the, the other stories that come out that earlier in the week in the Red Sox series when he wasn't playing, he bitched to management that uh, that he wasn't playing because he wasn't going to hit his uh, incentives and his bonuses. And then um, I, I'm starting to believe the whole idea that he didn't tell the team the night before because when he's or, uh, or the, even before the game because then he saw he wasn't in the lineup. But then you saw Brandon Nimmo say something like, I had heard during the game that he texted certain teammates. If he texted teammates and told them and not management, that's a problem. Yes, this is the truth. When you have a player like Johanna Cespedes and his personality. You take that with a bit of understanding that he kind of marches to the beat of his own drum. Um, he's always been about getting paid. He's always been... He's ne- Baseball's never been his first passion. You know, he's made a shit ton of money playing in a very short period of time. He was signed to a big money deal by the A's, defecting from Cuba. Uh, then when he got tra- uh, he got traded to the Red Sox and then the Mets, or then to the Tigers, then to the Mets, and he got a big money deal from the Mets and then another big money deal from the Mets. Um, I, I'm, I, I was annoyed. I definitely think it had everything to do with playing time and his stats because he was not playing like he expected. He may even thought, maybe realized that I don't have it anymore because it sure didn't look like he had it anymore outside of two dramatic home runs. So, oh good, Familia's in with the bases loaded and two outs um, and it's 5-3. Very oh, good. Um, I don't know. I was I was mad for a minute and then I'm just like, you know what? This fucking season's a wash and it, you know, I don't believe that he did it for COVID related reasons, but that's a really easy thing to say without anyone being able to really challenge you on it. Sure, and I Listen, and I, this is a contract year. I was fully expecting him not to be a Met next year anyway. I kinda, Correct. I kind of had a feeling he was going to be a head case this season because, it was again, big thing was a contract year. So he was going to play for a big deal. He was going to out. I, if it was a normal season, if everything played out as if nothing happened, as if COVID never existed, I think he was going to have a huge season. I think the Mets were going to make the playoffs. And I think things were going to go well for him. Sure. And he was going to outprice himself out of the Mets because at that time, Steve Cohen is not going to be sure. The and I don't think he's going to get the team anyway. But. Uh, really? Well, didn't you see the stuff that came out last night and today? No, that I, the, that group that owns the uh, the 76ers and the Devils right now, they're, they're the, the big problem that I told you that Steve Cohen's going to have is that he has charges against him from the Security Exchange Commission. But, it's, has, not, but it's not against him. It was against no, the firm. It's a, it, had he had to pay had to billions of dollars in fines. But it was his firm. It wasn't yeah, him. Yeah, but he was the one that had to pay out of pocket. So he it doesn't... And A-Rod will be a problem, too. Be, uh, he, you have to get approved by the owners. You can't just say, here the owner, the, the, the Wilpon say, yes, we'll take your money. You can have the team, the owners have to approve the new owner by a 75% vote. And A-Rod will have an issue because he's challenging owners and he has a steroid suspension. So this group is considered the safest bid right now. Which I want anyone. I don't care. Would I prefer I Cohen? I, yeah, I yeah. I would absolutely prefer Cohen. But um, it, that will be a big issue because that that's something the owners don't fuck with when you've been accused of, you know, um, pretty much what the Wilpons got themselves mixed up in a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, but the thing is, is that there's well, been well, Familia got out of it, but there's been nothing after the fact. There's been nothing sure, before sure. that. It could listen. It could as might as well have been a hiccup, and might as well could have been really, really shitty investors in his firm. Yeah, sure, you know sure. What I'm saying? But because he's Steve Cohen, he ha- he has to take the brunt of that. Yeah, so I mean, I, you don't I, get punished for being a billionaire in this country, right? <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, you obviously have you have to take that with a grain of salt a little bit because you have to look and see is this guy listen. 
if this guy is good for New York and he makes the Mets a big-time player, now not only do you have one storied franchise big spender and a big fucking market, you have two. Yeah. Well, That's just the, good for the, baseball. The, this is what it's going to come down to. He's going to have to do probably, you know, illegal technically recon work to see if he'd get approved by the owners. Because I could, again, I think the a lot, there's a very strong possibility he wins the bid and then the owners don't approve him and then the Wilpons still have the team. Or the league takes ownership of the team, which is exactly what happened in the Dodgers and Frank McCoy court back in 2009 I believe it was yeah. um, so it'll be interesting to see but I, I got over the Cespedes thing really quick I was like alright like, yeah I, but that, I, that goes with what I was saying the guy he, fucking broke his ankle fu- running from a boar is anything about this fucking guy surprise me anymore he, he, he wasn't going to be a Met next year yeah regardless I, 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 we were just going to ride him all the way to the postseason I want Dom Smith playing DH most of the time and he's already an uh, infinitely better D, um, left fielder than JD Davis I, it's hilarious dude I, I, I want Alonzo DH and I want fucking Smith playing first from, like oh, well Maybe uh, in lefty righty splits. Um, I, I, I'm saying because Alonzo's been fucking awful at first base. He, but the throws, the whole team's de- defense I mean, has been terrible. Good. I agree with that. I agree. But there's there's been a couple throws. There, there has, there has. But you know he, but here's the thing. You, Alonzo's your first baseman. You got to deal with these growing pains. He's your first baseman sure. next year if there isn't a DH regardless. I want him playing first base, and I'll deal with the fucking hiccups because I'm not worried about his production right now. He's going to be fine. The, the sophomore slump in baseball, specifically with power hitters, is historically accurate. Cody Bellinger's rookie year hits 39 home runs, and next year he hits 21. It's it, it, If you look up the, the sophomore slumps for power hitters, it's fucking wild what they go through. Um, and because a lot of times the book is out on you, and you aren't, haven't adjusted to it yet. Right. So we'll see. But um, let's let's see what else we have here. Um, who's canceled this week, guys? Who, uh, who? Ellen. Ellen's canceled. That's one of the ones I have. Ellen's probably canceled. For hanging out with George Bush? No, no, that was <laughs> no because Ellen apparently is to Garbage her staff in person. Here's here's what I'm I'm gonna say to her staff. She treats them terribly. There's very just toxic workplace environment. Some of her producers are accused of harassment in different ways. Um, I, I I don't I this is where I have an issue calling her a garbage person. The things that she's done for people that aren't in that entertainment industry, where she gives kids scholarships and she does so much for charity. She's the Lance Armstrong of media. But no, no, Lance Armstrong literally used his charity to profit himself. That was supposed to be for cancer victims. It's a hundred times worse. I think I look at someone like Ellen. She's like every other fucking comedian. She's fucking batshit crazy. She's probably a very good entertainer and then doesn't know how to handle people when cameras aren't on. She probably knows how to turn it on. She's not a criminal. She's just probably someone that she cookied up an image. She's Her show has already been canceled in England and James Corden is taking over who fucking sucks. Well, the thing is, is that, I mean, like this That's isn't crazy. the first time we've heard crazy war stories from, from Ellen. Yeah, it sounds like it's just a very bad workplace environment. I don't think she's necessarily a bad person. She's just probably bad to work with. There's plenty of people. Christian Bale's awful to work with. I don't think it makes him an awful person. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where she just has very strict demands on things. She runs a tight ship. She's worth a shit ton of money. But when I see the the charitable work she's done, it makes me really... I have a really hard time saying straight up she's a garbage person. She's a little phony. Everyone in the entertainment industry is fucking phony. Do you think any of them... Would you be surprised if anything bad came out about any celebrity at this point? No. Why, why would you nah, be? pretty much not. Um, also canceled this week is Brian Callen is done. Um, four uh, accusations of sexual harassment. I like Brian Callen as a comedian, but um, it you don't really come back from that. Um, obviously, we just saw Bra- uh, Crystal Lee is done. He just had his Netflix special pulled as well. Yep. Um, and also canceled this week was Wilfred Brimley. He's dead. 
um, the diabetes uh, legend, Wilfred Brimley. Now, what do you the know? Diabetes. He yeah. actually died this week, right? Yes, he actually died. Uh, uh, because what I've been doing on yeah. Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor, even to see this, I've been just sharing things on Facebook. Like, celebrities have died within the last 10 years. I share the post from when they died. And people, like, some people actually share it themselves. I always and, forget that you don't have Facebook anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. yeah. Like, the other, the other day when you tagged me and him in that food thing, I was going to go tag him and Ralph, too. Like, oh, you didn't see that, did you? No. So, someone that you like on Facebook a lot posted a thing. It was like four burgers, uh, chicken tenders, mozzarella sticks, fries. Like, you have to finish this in five minutes. Um, tag someone. And I tagged you and Josh. And um, I was like, we could kill that probably even faster. We might be able to do it on our own. And the person that originally posted it was the great BGT. <laughs> oh, nice. The, the yeah. legendary BGT. I love the updates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, going back to Wilfred Brimley, now I want you to name what you know him from besides... Diabetes. Yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. I, I, I can name a few things. Uh, the Thing. He's in The oh, Thing. Oh, yeah. He was, also in a movie. he was also in a movie that was filmed in your high school. In and Out? He was in and out. He played Kevin... I actually like that movie. He played Kevin Klein's father. Wait, they filmed it at West Milford High School? No, yeah, West Milford <laughs> High School. No. Um, yeah, Wilford Brimley died. Someone else died this week. Actually, the guy that directed uh, The Wall died this week. Uh, I just saw that earlier. He died this week as well. Um, let's oh, cool. see. Cool. It doesn't have a name. I, uh, regardless. Regis died. Regis. Well, we talked about Regis last week. We talked about Regis last week. two weeks. Oh, I was so happy. I, I, okay, let me... You're so happy Regis died? Uh, no, I know. I was saying I was happy when Mike Soroka blew out his Achilles. <laughs> That's the risk you run with this shit fucking season. Well, I, I listen. I'm just grateful because he's really good. He's 23, and Achilles is really hard to come back from as a pitcher, especially. He wants to be a favor. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Tom, some Tom Cruise stuff here. Yeah. So we talked about a few months ago that Tom Cruise and Elon Musk were working on a, doing a movie in space. Right, Good. an action movie. Universal just gave Tom Cruise two hundred million dollars to work on this, and you know Elon Musk. I'll tell you, I respect Elon Musk. I fucking hate him. Why? He, he's boring. He's so that I last episode of Joe Rogan was painful to listen to. Then why did you keep listening? Because well, I no, I didn't. I turned it off after an hour. Um, I was like, let me see if he gets interesting. He was so bored. He I, thinks he's Tony Stark, and he's a fucking idiot. Like he was tweeting the other day. You know the uh, the and listen, I I believe most UFO stuff. The pyramids were put there by the aliens. Shut up. Shut up. We know they weren't. Shut up. Shut up. Just because you're smart and a billionaire and your shit, they're supposed to be good for the fucking environment, but it fucking makes it worse where you make them. Shut the fuck up. You're not Tony Stark. You're a fucking rich douchebag who's really, really smart. And you name your kid like some fucking thing no one can pronounce or smell. Looks like fucking hieroglyphics. Those are in the fucking pyramids, you douchebag. It really means like Matt or something. Oh, it's fucking su- Ar- Archangel 13. <laughs> What a fine! I've never even heard anything his fucking hot wife does. I don't know anything by Grimes, and he wants to fight Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp's bed is getting pooped in, like <laughs> his race car bed. His race car bed. Yeah, he wants to fight Johnny Depp because he used to date Amber Heard and he believes her. Johnny Depp is a victim way more than Amber Heard is. Johnny Depp's just a drunk and a fuck. He's another pretentious douchebag. Another one hasn't made a good movie in God knows how long. It's Lone Ranger. Oh, God. Yeah, talk about cultural appropriation. <laughs> Played Tonto. <laughs> so we got the Tom Cruise space movie, but now Mission Impossible 7 is in some trouble. Why? There's some backlash. So they're filming it somewhere in Poland, right? And they're actually, for the big stunt scene, Motherland. they're going to blow up. They're going to actually, they're going to, wait, 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 what did he say? He said Motherland at, at the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> the Motherland, yeah. Um, they're going to, a scene they're going to film is they're actually going to blow up a bridge that's in this Polish village that's like from 19. 
being 17 or something, and the community's all fucking pissed about it. They didn't get blown up in 1939 when they blitzkrieged? Not this bridge, I guess. This bridge survived. No, they needed the bridge to get all the fucking Yeah, we're going to get out of here, dude. Yeah, the the Polish army attacked the fucking Nazis with sticks and rocks on horseback. (laughs) Yeah, they they threw pierogies at them. Oh, those are good. (laughs) I like pierogies. Um, I'll see any Mission Impossible. They could blow up any bridge, and I'm into it. They're fun, man. They're good. They're They're it's the best movies. action series going. Don't say Fast and Furious ever, Josh. Who? What? Don't say Fast and Furious is the I, best so, action series. Uh, I, so not ever. No, no, I mean going right now. So oh, I, yeah, it is. So, no, Mission Impossible. <laughs> Mission, Impossible Mission Impossible. A lot better. A lot better. The last Mission Impossible was the best I mean, one. Like it's a better series of movies, but it's not Listen, better action. Yes, it is. <sighs> yes, no, it is. No, it's not. Yes, should, it is. You should drop the, the, F, drop the fucking, F off the... The, the, the off part where Vin Diesel swings his car. Just fast. Fast and Urius. Listen, fast and Urius. All right, so there's a part in um, Fast and Furious 7 where... Where Vin Diesel jumps his car off of a car park and hangs a bag of somehow primed grenades <laughs> on the landing gear of a helicopter that the bad okay, guy is Okay, I think you're, you're, you're... I like you're the one t- where Diesel's on the car, the moving car catching a car. <laughs> that yeah. I love. Right, so you're, I, you're, like, I think we're having a communication breakdown here. I'm saying best. You're saying most over the top yeah, and yeah, absurd. Yeah, there's yeah. a that's big what, difference. Yeah, I'm looking for absurd. No, there's a bit... Mission Impossible is significantly better. Come yeah, on. it's better, yeah, but... That, that's but, all we need but, to say. I find... Fast and Furious more entertaining because I'm like, why? All right, all right. So, so, <laughs> facts. So let me ask you a question. If like, obviously, I, I I know Dan's answer. If you had to choose between Mission Impossible or the Bourne movies, where would we go? Oh, Mission Impossible. Impossible. I don't understand. I don't get the Bourne movies. No, I, I like the first three are great. I, I I just I think I just think that's just I mean I don't okay I, yeah no, I think they're very I think average they're, ah, they're really good I also the, think the, that the, the, the first one like the, like the, awesome. the first one I just rewatch yeah. it it's not good it's I also very think av- the one it's with filmed, Jeremy Renner was so fucking bad and I love Jeremy Renner the fr- Born Identity is filmed horrendously there's so many takes like cuts it was like watching Iron not Iron Fist what was the other really bad Marvel Iron Fist, uh, Iron Fist was the really Fist. bad one yeah. it was like that one where it was fucking awful there were so many cuts and I like Matt Damon for the most part but in action movies very few of them I like Elysium and that's more of like an action drama he doesn't sell for me he doesn't have like the and I understand it's kind of the role he's playing Born Identity was just it had no I I'm the same with you. I just, just I, I don't get it. I, I don't there, think it's that good. There's some stuff that's filmed pretty like the, good. I, but the only part that's great was like there was like a year span of like shit coming out, and I was like, oh my god, that's Jason Bourne. Like those fucking stupid videos on Twitter. Yeah, they, the one you thing got good about memes the original three that I never got is like I loved. Uh, I think the Bourne Supremacy is the best of the three. That's what I've heard too. Uh, but the Bourne Ultimatum, there is no ultimatum. They just named the movie that. <laughs> <laughs> You would think it's, it's a bo- it's a board ultimatum for me. I'd sit there and watch him. Like, I, I, all right, I just never got it. Like, oh, oh, uh, he fucking has amnesia and he's got to figure out. Like, who cares? Um, cares. Taylor, we, I, I texted you and Josh about this the other day, but I wanted to get your thoughts. Being, what? you know, you're a residential music guy, right? I guess about um, you know. Uh, artists complaining about their pay from Spotify and Apple Music. Um, and b- did you see what the Spotify CEO said in response to them? Yes. Uh, what do you think about those comments? Douchebag? Uh, I say douchebag says yes. I think d- yes. Yes. Yeah. Douchebag says yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sphincter says what? I, I thought it was very douchey of him to say I, that, so, well, you just need to put out more music. How about like you, you pay these guys the right way while you profit off them? Insanely. So psychopaths say that, right? 
And I think he has every right to say what he has sure, to say. Sure, which is fine. He but got that rich for a reason. That, that doesn't make you less of a dickhead. Yeah. Um, I think he has he has to thank every single artist on his platform for being able to, you know. $400 for every 100,000 plays an artist gets. It's all Spotify plays. I think he has to you know give his artists some fucking uh, bump and share revenue. How about? Because you know why? Without them and their streams, without Ed Sheeran's 8,800 million streams a yeah, month. Yeah, dude. And you don't have the 100 million well, to sign. Joe well, Rogan to an exclusive and, and here's the thing like for someone like Ed Sheeran he can get by on the $400 on every 100,000 streams with you know that with that many streams right. but what about a band like we like like Spanish Love Songs no who if they get 100,000 streams that's great but 400 bucks they should be getting residual rights to their to put their content on there so this was the number Spotify plays $400 for every 100,000 streams Apple Music pays $600 for every 100,000 Title Justin pays twenty eight hundred dollars. The title, yeah, title pays twenty eight hundred dollars for every hundred thousand streams. That seems, you know, that number seems more fair to me. But no one has title. How about instead of a hundred thousand streams, it's every twenty thousand streams? Like, come up with some kind of number here, well, rather I, I than make millions off so these guys. I, and it's like, it, not to say it's slave labor, but it's like indentured servants. So I think a hundred thousand streams is a good plateau to hit because just simply, uh, if you think about it, the amount of just the pure amount of people that have Spotify, that have Apple Music, that will that have the, the, the exposure that these sure, bands sure. have. You know what I'm saying? So if you really want to listen to it, I mean, there could be 100,000 people right now instantly listen to Spanish Love Song. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's... Which you should do, guys. 100,000 streams isn't that unobtainable, but it's it's also on... I understand that's on the band to kind of get out it's there. Peanuts it's peanuts they get on, paid. It's on the label to put the band out there. Sure, so there, sure. There's a, there's a chain of events that need to happen, and I think going directly at Spotify Spotify is the first is a first good step, um, even though and it sucks because I've been a Spotify user for ten years. Yeah, now. I pay for the premium. And it, like when you shit. when you think about like how they actually treat the bands you love, you're kind of like this kind of feels dirty. It really pisses me off. So that's why like I listen to a lot of music on Spotify, but for the bands I truly love and I truly respect, I buy merch. Like sure, Spanish, that's like, a great that's a great medium. There. Spanish love songs. I, I I'm, Patreon I'm a Patreon for them. Um, you know, someone like Joey Diaz, I'm a Patreon for them. I like it's there's so many ways to support your local artists and your favorite up and coming artists now that just streaming the songs is only a fine is only like a minute a small part of it. Because I mean, when you think it about can, it, you, you when can it, do so much if, more to really help. If you them. go back to physical media, it's a one time buy. You know, for originally it was like twenty bucks for a CD. You know, fifteen, then it was ten bucks for a CD. They're not making that much on it, but they were making a lot more because what happens is a company like Best Buy buys. 20,000, you know, 100,000 copies of a CD at a bulk price. You know what I mean? So they get that money up front and then they can track there if they have to give bonuses, the record has to give them out for whatever. Um, it just, you know, there has to be, I do think there's going to be a big fight coming up between the music industry, the, the record labels and the artists and platforms like Apple Music and Spotify. It's, it's going to be Napster versus Metallica 2.0. Yeah, which I'm sure what, uh, Metallica is going to take the side of Apple Music and Spotify this time around. <laughs> there was actually some Metallica news this week. Yeah. Um, Lars is still defending the snare drum in St. Anger. Oh, come on. He's dude. still saying it's it was the right move because it was the right sound for the album. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, I guess. It, that, does, is the there any... Album? Is that the worst you one? Know, I, I, uh, I yeah, thought a couple probably. of songs from St. Anger from time Saint to Anger's time. St. Anger is not a bad song itself. Yeah. 
Um, but like frantic, not, uh, frantic, you'll, frantic you'll is never, horrendous. I will never be caught dead listening to Frantic. Frantic is one of the worst Metallica songs. It goes like Frantic TikTok, There's a handful of songs off of St. Anger that I'll listen to. I'll listen to St. Anger. I'll listen to Sweet Amber. I'll listen to Some Kind of Monster. Some Kind of Monster is really good. I like Some Kind of And I'll listen to Shoot Me Again. That's a really good song. Yeah, Shoot Me Again is really good. Listen, if it was recorded the right way, that album wouldn't be that bad. But it's not even just the snare. It's produced horribly. Like it's, And I know they said they were going for this old, like, they said they wanted to capture the essence of what it was like when they recorded with Cliff. And I'm like, so make it good. They were 21 years old when, when Kill 'Em All came out. Yeah. So how are you going to tell me that you sounded like this before age 21 and then you sounded like that? Yeah. Like, it and just doesn't make any sense. I, I actually do like the song St. Anger. It's a good yeah, song. A good it song. was, you know, I was so excited when that album came out. And then I remember, I think all of us, the first time we heard it, we were like, yeah, Metallica. Then you listen to it again. You're like, yeah, Metallica. And you're like, oh, I no, was, Metallica. I was with it, dude. I was with it when St. Anger came out. When <laughs> they, Me too. When they, un- Me too. when they debuted the video, they were in San Quentin. Yeah, it was a it cool, was really it's a really cool, cool video. And then Frantic came out, and I said, "Oh, so this is like a thing. Oh, this, this is, is the not, whole album. Oh, this is not good." Wait, because like I, I got like the, I heard the drum the first time, and I was like, "Uh, that's weird." But like I dug the song, I dug the video, dug the atmosphere, and then I heard Frantic, and they kept going. Okay, This is a good headline. I just sometimes while we're doing this, I like to look at what's trending on Twitter. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively deeply regret regret. What do they regret, guys? What do you think? I already, you saw, it. I already okay. saw it. What do you think? All right. What do you think, Justin? Having a comment? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say go marriage. Brian Reynolds and Blake Lively deeply regret plantation wedding. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that happened. <laughs> they they got married on an antebellum era plantation. Is <laughs> oh. <laughs> why is that a headline? Well, like, I, I'm sure. I'm just posting the photo on I'm Facebook. Sure they They're so woke, dude. dude yeah, I'm sure they didn't even think about that at the time. You know what I mean? I'm no, because yeah, they weren't woke back then. They're woke now. They understand. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you hear the news about Mulan today? Yeah, did, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, did you hear about this, Taylor? You know I don't. So, so, um, so Mulan is going to come out directly on Disney Plus, but it will be video on demand, um, for thirty dollars to rent it, not buy rent. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have thirty dollars, you don't have Disney Plus. It, you no, it's if you have Disney Plus, it's thirty dollars. Yeah, Plus. it's thirty dollars. So, so, so you got to pay to you got to pay the subscription. <laughs> yeah. well, and then and then you got to pay thirty, not yeah. not twenty. Not I mean, ten. I, it's the right. It's the right move. Thirty. No, fine. that's what it should be for Mulan. Listen, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me justify it to you. This was gonna be a billion dollar movie. Yeah, right? a billion like, dollar. But, but let me going let me br- let me break it down logistically. That. So if the movie came out in the theaters, let's say it's a family movie, right? Sure. Wife, ki- wife, husband take their two kids. How much are they paying for four tickets? Uh, f- for four tickets, you're probably paying thirty five to forty five dollars because child tickets. Child are tickets are cheaper. Less. Okay. Yeah, if you go on, let's just say, let's even break it down. If you go with matinee, mm-hmm. adults, 35 bucks, right? Yeah. You bring your kids, you're getting popcorn, you're mm-hmm. getting soda, you're getting candy. Mm-hmm. You're spending, it's a 60 to $80 day at the movies, yeah. most likely, bare minimum. This is the cheap, especially for families that aren't taking their kids out. It, it, uh, how many families would be like, yeah, that's fine? Yeah. Like, it's, and they I do have to, fine. and I'm they, dude, this it. movie costs $400 million between making it and marketing. And if they want to make it like a franchise, which they want to do and they want it to be successful, you have to charge this. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is really. Realistically, if you want to have on demand and not have to go to the movie theater, you ain't gonna pay twenty bucks every time. It's gonna be probably a thirty dollar charge because they're gonna look at they're gonna wait. they're gonna conflate what it is to you know going to the movies. What it is for that's why it's twenty dollars. They're trying to look at what the price is if two adults went to the movies. Yeah. So now they're looking at it from this aspect. I think it's fine. 
I'm not paying for it because I'm not that excited for Mulan. I will watch it when it comes out another way, but I am paying for it. <laughs> I don't care. I'll pay no, for it. No, that's you know, fine. Like, you me, want, you like, really want to see it. I'm, I do. Like, dude, those trailers look fucking dope. It, it looks yeah, like it's well done. It's great, but I'm not spending $30 no, dollars on it. Dude. It's, it's one of these things. I don't think it'll be actually available to like stream on Disney Plus for probably six months after or yeah, so yeah. is probably the guess. And they'll probably keep it at that $30 price point for quite a while, I'm I would sure. imagine. Because it's going to make a shit ton of money, and it's going to be in select cities that have movie theaters open. And everything, it'll probably be at the drive-in locally, um, you know. And this is probably what they're going to end up doing with Black Widow. It's probably what they're going to do with the new James Bond, mm-hmm. which sucks. I'd love to see that. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen with Tenet ultimately, um, but it's not one I want to watch at home. That's one I want to see in IMAX, dude. Like that's like that's the kind of movie where you have I to do see it. James Bond in theater, though. Too. Yeah, me too. Like that's I guess one... I'd watch at home. Maybe. I mean, see, like I don't. I guess I guess I, my, watch I guess my situation is different because of how I have my sure set sure. Up. You know, I oh, have a room, sick, so it's like, but no still. Way. I like the movie theater experience. I like being in a movie theater. I like the open vastness of it, and I like being able to like sit off by myself. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's so. the same thing. It, yeah. To me, it's just like it, it is an actual experience. It's like I, I watching a concert on YouTube is great, but is it better than going to see it live? No. No, going to see it live. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, are we going to get? We might get to a point with everything going on that concerts will only. They're already starting it. Live streaming concerts. They're doing concerts at the drive-in movie theater. They did it a couple times. Like Code Orange did a did an entire set on Twitch. Like Dude, Garth of- Brooks did a concert where that was streaming a drive-in that you could go to the Warwick Drive-in and watch. It was a hundred dollars to go Garth see. Garth Brooks is a weird motherfucker. Dude, he just um so he was up for Country Music Awards uh, Entertainer of the Year, sure. and he won it last year, and people were fucking pissed about it apparently <laughs> because they thought Carrie Underwood I think should have won it so this year when he got nominated again all these country fucking freaks were freaking out about it so he just said alright I'm pulling my name out of running this year uh, to give a spotlight to a young artist Dude, if you're the best entertainer, fuck it. You're Garth Brooks. You're the fucking Elvis of country music, dude. Yeah, facts. Like he's, I think he's one of the top three selling artists of all time. Period. No, he is. Gar- it, Garth, dude, he sold out Notre Dame Stadium four nights. Yeah, in a row. dude, like it's over a hundred thousand people. I, four I, but in to row. me, there's also one side of it where it's like, oh, so you guys aren't good enough to beat me? I'll just drop out. I win already. Like you didn't beat me, and to be the man, you got to beat the he's man, just right? A, just a weird fucking. I believe that, but the, the country music culture is kind of weird in general. I mean, most music. I feel like most like. Hardcore music cultures. We get listen. We love the scene. The scene culture is fucking weird. Oh, dude, it's like you <laughs> the know, metal culture might be the most normal. Yeah, metal dude. is a thousand percent <laughs> the facts. most normal. Yeah, well, no, because country is so weird because you have all this pop country bullshit that everyone thinks arena is country. Country. It's like, oh, I love Luke Bryan. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Is it, yeah. With your fucking forty dollars flannel shirt. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, how, how about uh, listen? Bo Burnham has a bit that makes fun of it. Perfectly. Oh, it's so good. That's a great bit. Like when he goes like, you know, I write songs about driving. Chapters from the comfort of a private. Well, do you jet. remember when you gave? Fuck yeah, you. do you remember when you gave me the Florida Georgia Line album and I wrote down how many references there were to to beer, I didn't alcohol? Give you four, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even do that to you. I gave you Zach Brown. Zach Brown. Okay. Quality. Zach Brown. Yeah, now, I, fair, I can't even tell a difference. That song "Cruise" is a big time fucking guilty pleasure song of mine. Uh, Not the Nelly version. The Nelly uh, version's trash. I don't even know what song you're talking about. Maybe you a song. Country grammar. You Country roll grammar. Window. Down. Oh, that song. Yeah. It's like it's widely like. 
like fucking despised in the in the, as as a country music because it's not it's, a country song. It's a pop song. Yeah, it's a pop Florida song. Florida Georgia Line. What is that? Well, when you when you mean? gave me the, oh, just the fucking it's the border when you gave when you Ooh. gave me that Zach Brown Band album. I took a tally on every song that referenced beer, alcohol, um, truck. There was all blue kinds jeans. of blue jeans, oh, yeah. um, grass, Yo, truck. Yeah, yeah. Truck, truck. Oh no! I haven't yeah. been the, I haven't been the same since I saw the thing about the no power. <laughs> I just I just looked at the mayor's Facebook page and verbatim. All right, in it for the long. All right, run. here guys, this, what's the mayor's name? We're gonna tell all our listeners to go attack I, the mayor on I, Facebook. I, I'm not say it. <laughs> I, I, I know who it is. It's the mayor of West Milford. Yeah, the mayor of West Milford. <laughs> um, guys, your thoughts on uh, TikTok? The, the potential ban of TikTok. Yeah, get it out. Good night. <laughs> well, right, now it, Microsoft is talking about buying it, which is fine. Hey, that's um, fine. The stock goes up. Taylor makes money. Yeah. Um, so here, uh, so, so I put. Is it China? That's yeah, China. Yes, China. 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 I posted so that, something. Yeah, that, China. That, that, China. that retweet you had? <laughs> I posted God. something. There was a so, retweet I did. Someone reverse engineered TikTok so it was, and exposed right. all the stuff the TikTok app was taking from you. Yes. It's fucking wild. So it's the same shit. Remember, I think it was about a year ago, uh, the, the app came out where like, this is what you look like in like 70 years. Mm-hmm. And like, you look like an old fucking man. Yeah, the face app. It was Russian app. spyware. Yeah. This is and, it, and this is a hundred times worse. It, this this is literally got access to all the passwords in your phone. It got access to your bank pins if you had them in there. It was it, it would literally let's face was it, pull, you have it in. There. It was pulling out catch from your old fucking apps you had deleted to get info that you'd put in them, like apps that were deleted. I posted on Facebook the other day. Take a look. It was the guy literally reverse engineered to break down everything this app was doing. I think TikTok's really weird. I've never been on it. I've, obviously, people post videos on Facebook and Twitter from TikTok, but it seems like it's a lot of grown-ups that enjoy watching teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's a little weird. Yeah, Tom Hanks is on there, you know, it's really <laughs> strange. <laughs> Dude, so like, and like, you get those like those shitty. Okay, so if I had a TikTok, realistically, I'm following one person. Sure. Her name is Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Oh, I almost she, said I almost said Rhodes. Oh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. WWE porn dude. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, no, no, no. But no, they, they we're talking about the Twitter account. I that unfollowed just, all of them because you were looking at them well, at work. At work, it's coming up. What is yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> I, had to get, I had to get rid of it. And you just imagine the Gucci like this. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're on there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yo, would highly recommend. Mandy Rose is. Uh, is this the? Uh, she's in a band. No, she's a wrestler. No, she's a wrestler. She's no she, the one that you say you follow. What? What's one? No, Mandy Rose is who he said uh, he follows. Yeah, saying. she's she's a she's a smoke show. But I I don't have TikTok. I never. I had everyone had Vine for a second. Not Dan because no, I had Vine. Thing. I had Vine. Did you? Yeah, my oh. whole Vine was me throwing things at my sister. Big facts. Yeah, it was literally like she was sitting there doing her homework, and I, I grabbed a whole Vine. bunch yeah. of magazines and I just threw the them at her. The worst Vine he ever did was he did the the opening to the first Last of Us when they killed his daughter, oh. and he just vined his sister crying hysterically. <laughs> oh. It's like it's the most brutal opening in a video. Yeah, game ever there seen is one life. classic Vine. That I that I love. Is Which it from one? Stelly? That it got me in trouble. The these, are t- one? these are TVs that Micah didn't downstock. <laughs> uh. This is me downstocking them. My favorite one is still the um, when the pick one asshole <laughs> can't be good two shoes or fuck boy pick one stupid fuck you. Or so you're saying fuck Stelly? No. All right, well, fuck Stelly. No, 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 fuck no. Justin. No, fuck Justin. No, Stel- fuck Justin. Fuck Justin. No, no, yeah, no, no fucking power. Fuck him. No, Stelly is always boys. But yeah, fuck Justin. You have no power, dude. Um, the other thing is, uh, so jo- Josh, I want your take on this. Um, That's the best part. Dude. That yo, sucks hearing that. Yo, you're hearing that sucks. Yo, your parents are away. So, like, the house is to yourself. You yeah, can I can enjoy. You can, I can kick you back. Could, you could jerk off in the living room. Yeah. And he's the like, I have room. been. Yeah, my dad's bed. Yo. <laughs> 
you can piss in the slapstick without him. If I wanted to, you can piss in the slapstick without him coming down and catching you. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, you could shit in the sink, dude. I pee in the slapstick in the basement. <laughs> dude, why? I don't want to go upstairs. <laughs> so you just pee in the sink. Video games are there. It's like a slop sink. It's not a real sink. Okay, okay. And uh, one, t- does like, anyone, he, he's does a stair sprinter. My dad's a stair sprinter. Okay. So one day in high school, I'm midstream. He's fucking sprinting down. I'm like, oh my god, I tucked it. You ever, you ever, you ever pull it midstream? Yeah, sucks, dude. Worst. Yeah, it burns. Feel it in your your sweatpants are moist. Uh, (laughs) Sweatpants are moist. (laughs) Josh, I want to know how you feel about this. So when quarantine started, George R. R. Martin said that if I don't finish, if I don't, but he said if I don't finish this book by July 29th, my fans can imprison me. Well, nope, no, 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 no. He did not say that when quarantine started. You need to look closer (laughs) at the date of that tweet. Okay, what was the date of that tweet? It was uh, March something. So you don't know. 2014. <laughs> so he didn't actually say this? He said in 2014, if I don't finish it by 2020. So that's even worse. He gave himself six years to finish it. Still so, not fucking done. You know why? Because he's in it for the long haul. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you know what's going to happen, right? He's going to die before he finishes it. 100%. Yeah, and then, you know what? Then it'll be like a Tolkien well, thing. Yeah, but here's no, but no, this is what will happen. They'll let the, the writers of the show no. take over the book. So he'll he'll get right to the book, and they'll do exactly what they did with Star Wars. They're not going to finish it, and then they're going to get kicked off that project, yeah, too. that's great. They should do it. No. I hope they do. No. It'd be great they do Imagine it. Imagine if they ended exactly how they Dude, ended Dude, that the would show. be so good. The book's 100 pages. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pick-your-own-ending book but instead. R.L. In Stein writes it. Oh, shut up. On paper, will it finish... The same way, but obviously more fleshed out in depth. No, I don't know. There's, 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 different, so, there's main so, plot points no, that are going to be different. So hold on, Justin. So well, there's characters no, that so were Justin, on the show that allegedly are, there's so much shit that's going to be so different from the ending of the show. Like, like obviously you can't write in all the characters, but like the biggest one everyone was hoping for in the last season was Lady Stoneheart that never showed up. That was the biggest thing everyone wanted. So uh, the farther away from the show that you get, and the closer yeah. to the uh, House of the Dragon show that HBO is working on now, which yeah. I can't wait for, uh, the more and more. Uh, Martin changes his tune. The most recent okay. interview he gave about the show, he referred to it, and he'd never he'd never trashed it like this before. He goes, "Well, you know, the show's kind of, I guess you could call it licensed fan fiction." Licensed wow. fan okay. fiction. The first two seasons. He said this recently in an interview. He said this like recently in an interview. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, but you know, he while it is like word for word and the first two shot two for shot, anyway. he's such a stickler for tiny uh, details you probably don't even need that he was pissed that they weren't in there. Yeah. Just like even something being mentioned about what was on the table, what was on the floor, mm. that probably pissed him yeah, off well, knowing what how it was he on is. the table. A fucking Starbucks cup. The yeah. fucking assholes couldn't get right. That was great. That By was the way, so when fun. that when that happened, I watched that live. Completely missed it. I saw yeah, it I missed all over it live Twitter. too. I immediately. I'm putting in a boiler. I have like I gotta go out for five minutes. I fucking go out and I go right to HBO Go and I stream and go. Oh, dude, it's there and I screenshot it. And then the very next day, it's gone. <laughs> Do I'm you like, think in his book, Dan- Danny will still go crazy? Most uh, likely. I don't know. I don't think. Imagine so. he doesn't bring back Jon Snow. He might not. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they are in the book. That's, yeah, it was when he which, when they killed him. Oh, and he doesn't. Yeah, he that's 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 how the books ended. Yeah. Um, I did see this is just you know cool the news. Then I have a conversation I want to have. Um, the writers from the Goodfellas that wrote the screenplay and Terrence Winter who wrote a shit ton of Sopranos episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just on the Sopranos podcast last week. They're working on a new mob series for Showtime apparently. Oh, yeah. And Terrence Winter had a huge part in Boardwalk Empire. I'm about it. Give me more of that mob stuff. Jo- that's the other thing Josh and I watch this week is that Fear City thing on Netflix. That's just about how the wiretaps on the New York Mafia first really started. And you get to hear so much. 
much of the fucking it's dialogue. Cool. It, oh, it was cool. It's only three episodes. There was some really cool stuff. They have some guys that turned informant on the thing. Giuliani's in it. Um, looking like Nosferatu. That ends in a vowel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really good, Taylor. You'll probably like that, too. Yeah. Because it's just a documentary. It's That's all it is. But it's crazy to see how they did the wiretaps. Like, that's what's fucking wild. Like, literally, they're they're going into a guy's house posing as, like, a phone repairman and doing it. And there's I've never heard somebody say cocksucker so much. It wasn't on The Sopranos. <laughs> Go back to Jersey, cocksucker. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So the last thing, we kind of t- broached on this last week, and I figured this would be good to talk about you with. Um, there's been major, major news confirmed by the Pentagon regarding alien life, UFOs, things of that nature. First off, anyone surprised? Nope. No. Um, second off... I got to say, I was a little surprised that they actually said that a craft not from this earth. And I was like, no shit. Like, they're actually saying it now. I know it. In text. So, so th- th- that begs the question, how long do you think until there's actually, like, a until, major uh, until leader... We, until we make contact? Until there's some kind of contact made or we figure out something to get one of these fucking ships, like, in action, like, like actually, like, Like down. Independence Day. Like Independence Day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's some Fuck the Justin! What's that called? You had that years ago. You knew then! Roswell, Area 51! Uh, you'd be dead if it wasn't for my David. All that's gonna happen is gonna try We're to gonna fly. give him a virus. Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> virus. I, I gave it a cold. A what? A cold. I gave it. I gave it a virus. All that's gonna happen is Will you'll know them. They're, they're gonna call, they're gonna call Will Smith in. He's gonna try to fly it, and then some asshole's gonna. Then he's gonna up. watch his someone he's, else fuck his wife. Can they give us fucking <laughs> electricity? He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna put the, gonna put the controls backwards. He's gonna fuck that up too. Not so, listen. So I think it's gonna be well within our lifetime. We either make contact or there's gonna be some sort of recovery, and we're gonna see uh, an air demonstration on one of these crafts. Now, do you give any Firmly credence credence to the idea that um, they're leaking things? out like this to distract from everything, the social unrest, the coronavirus. I do think there could be a level of that, that they're just leaking things out that they've known forever because when you look at who's at the forefront of it, it's a douchebag and Marco Rubio, who's the one that's kind of heading it. Well, see, here's here's my counter-argument to Little that. Little Marco. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, that's that's a definitely a plausible thing. Sure. You, you definitely want to turn It could be a little bit of the away. truth on both sides. Sure, but at the same time, when that, was ha- when that, when, when that document was published, who was really talking about it? Well, that's the thing. It did, if that was the job, it didn't do much of anything like people like saw so, oh aliens ufos cool oh, see you it's, later that's why it's big gulps guys big gulps oh aliens <laughs> huh see you, see you later <laughs> yeah and um you know there was a great um podcast rogan podcast uh two weeks two three weeks ago with um corbell, uh, Cor- and, corbell and um yeah the, george knapp i believe his name george was knapp, yeah. and um they were the ones george knapp is the one that broke the bob lazar and uh corbin or uh, corbell broke the, uh, he did the movie about yeah, bob yeah. lazar right. um and they talked about the uh the tic tac ufo video which the, the science he went into on it was pretty crazy that this thing went from, I think I said like 60,000 feet to one foot above sea level in seconds. So, and they said that the temperature of the ship itself was only one degree above sea level, I believe, which if it, they, people were trying to argue it was a bird. If it was a bird, it would have been hyperthermic and died. So, okay. So th- th- they were referencing, because they did something, pr- uh, Rogan did something prior to this, with also with Corbell, with uh, with the, the the Navy pilot that actually Yeah, that's saw the guy it. that saw it. Yeah, he yeah. was the one that targeted it. Right. So he's the one who actually watched this thing. He watched it move. And they said the big thing with this um, that Bob Lazar said is that 
it's not moving because there's no there's no exhaust because usually yeah there's no jet is, like jet engine there's in no it. actual inertia happening so what's happening is is that there's this antimatter uh, there are these antimatter fucking things element one fifteen and it moves gravity so and it wasn't until just about I think it was in 2016 2013 is when they confirmed the existence of element one thirteen one fifteen element one fifteen in 2016 is when they finally said that gravity are waves yeah like like sound waves and light waves so everything that Bob said in the 80s pretty much came true. I mean, obviously, he's a he had been, ta- he had been talking about... He's definitely, like, on the spectrum. He's, like, autistic. He guy built a fucking... A, fucking jet, a jet-powered yeah. car and a bicycle... A jet-powered bicycle, for Christ's sake. Dude is stupid smart. And, but but the, the things he was saying in the 80s and the 90s and the, throughout his entire life... Ha- one, has he hasn't profited... His story hasn't... And his any, story hasn't changed whatsoever. I mean, there's been some lapses in, in things, there's, sure. a little, there's, like, little inconsistencies, but who can tell the same fucking story over and over? Like, you forget that someone was there, or you you remember that someone was there that so wasn't the big the 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 big discrepancy in his story. Other than he worked on he worked on spacecraft, you know, he was hired by Los Alamos Labs, worked at S four, then uh, worked at Area fifty one. All these different things, all that stuff rings true. The big thing that he's retracted on was when he initially broke the story was that he saw an alien. No. Because he at the time he said that's what he saw because there was two men in mop suits talking to a significantly smaller being. He didn't know what it yeah. was, and it was a, it was a glimpse. At the time in the eighties, he said it was an alien. Now in two thousand and what thir- seven, eighteen when that yeah, stuff came correct. out. Correct. He went back and said, well, you know, I really don't know what I saw. It could have been a child. It could have been Which someone Which is a acting. fair thing to say. It could have right. been anything. But it, but that particular, that's the only discrepancy that's been in that entire but, story. I mean, the fact that he was talking about Element 115 back in the 60s, or the 60s, the 80s, and was saying that it's this thing that, you know, can manipulate gravity and it's a propulsion system. And now in 2013, they confirm it, that it exists, and... He likely stole some of it because that's why they've been harassing him so much. So that's the big thing in the. So he would never go on camera and say that he stole it when it's plainly obvious that it, that's exactly what happened. And they kind of nap and Corbell. Yeah, they kind of say it. like he had it because there's one part in the documentary where he's like, "Listen, I got to talk to you." So he does this interview where he wanted to talk about 115, and they fast forward the entire interview until it gets to the last part. Where he goes, "Oh wait, do you have your phone on you?" So they both have their phones on them, which means they're being tapped. They yeah yeah yeah. The very next day. They uh, came in and raided his house Bob and searched through it. CIA, FBI, yeah. ATF, well, and there's, every there's also so many other things that you know revolve around. I mean, aliens are part of like the zeitgeist of our culture and just the world in general. Everyone, that's like the ultimate question outside of if there's a higher power is is there other life out there? You know, I think I, I think you have to be stupid to not think there's life out yeah. there at this point. Um, but you know, I mean, you guys know about Skinwalker Ranch. I know you know about Skinwalker Ranch. Have yep. you ever heard about this? It's no. a ranch out in. Um, is it New Mexico or Arizona? Arizona. Arizona. That going back for as long as people have lived on this, it documented going back to the 40s, that um, there's been people that have lived there and had these crazy occurrences happen. Their cattle just get slaughtered, and they're saying that it's from a metal that's not of Earth. That they see these gray beings that they, they call them skinwalkers, these tiny things. Oh, it's in Utah. I'm it's sorry. in Utah. Excuse me. I knew. Yeah, I've been to Utah. It's I should know that. It's, it's somewhere in that quarters. area. Yeah. Um, there's all these, these crazy things. There's, there's documentaries all about Skinwalker Ranch that are fucking fascinating. So, and everyone that's lived there has had similar kind of stories. So the, the video that really just puts it over the top for me, because obviously, you know, the same place, the same time, obviously it's a little it's a little bit of a coincidence. Sure. But there was one video that really captivated me that made me like, oh shit, this is real, was there was a cow that was supposedly probed by aliens that was laying down 
and then they had a wide shot of what looked to be a flying saucer in the background. And then when the sa- the very next frame, when the saucer moves from left to right, the cow stands up. Yeah. It's some really it's, it's, weird. Listen, I, 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 I realize how silly oh. and how out of control I sound. But the, but the truth, like. Just eat it. I, I genuinely believe that, you know. Just eat it. Well, here, here's the, the thing. The, the one, listen, the, the aliens didn't drop the pyramids. No. The aliens, no. <laughs> the aliens helped construct the pyramids and showed them I don't know perf- about that. Perfect There's, right I, angles. Well, well, here's the thing. I think that the aliens definitely helped build things that are way, way older than the pyramids. I believe the pyramids well, are entirely I mean, a human structure, so not the pyramids. Stonehenge, well, Machu Picchu. They did just actually, did, they did a study on Stonehenge and discovered where the rocks came from. Um, so, But no, there, there's things I do believe that the alien. I'm talking older, that I'm like 12,000 year old civilizations that to this day, they don't know how they were able to engineer these certain things, like things that they say we don't have the technology to do these. I mean, they talked about this on the Rogan podcast that a cave painting that is nine over nine thousand year years old has a perfect drawing of our solar system with the planets in order. Yep. So what? I mean, there there is obviously yeah. the case that in some kind of extinction level event that. Um, technology that was previously achieved was lost. You know what I mean? There, there's I, a distinct possibility that the technology that we have now existed 9,000 years ago when an extinction level event happened. If Yellowstone erupted, if an asteroid hit, we know meteors, if there was a solar flare. If nine more of those Beirut there's, bombs fucking yeah, go off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the most, the, 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 we were confirmed that meteorites, kill, pretty much confirmed that meteorites killed the dinosaurs, but the thing that Rogan talked about specifically, and if you read into this, it's, it's very, very interesting, is that there was something that happened that pretty much immediately ended the ice age. It wasn't like a slow melt or anything. Something happened that immediately melted the ice age. What is it? Well, it could be a meteor, but the most likely thing to me would be a solar flare. A solar flare, a, a big, like a knowing. Yep. Like that would completely burn out knowing everything. And me. so, there, we, I mean, when you think about Earth's existence, there had to be at least probably five to Ten extinction level events, which means we're due for one. And not many people are talking about the the very high levels of activity at Yellowstone National Park that have so, been happening. Uh, what, what's <laughs> so, so Rogan described us living on this planet, and I've never I've never had something made so much more sense in my life. We are flying through infinity in a convertible with the worst with the worst drop top of all time. Yeah, with and literally we're we're flying around. With rocks and debris, and then our own garbage is falling down on us, we're fucked. Yeah, and everything's also, fucked. If you don't, walk, and we don't even do what we we have here. Well, if you everything's fucked. If you don't walk around even a little bit conscious of that fact, then you're then you're fucking stupid, dude. I, I just I'm ready for I'm just I, ready for it. Bring it. Because I have like listen, on. it's been happening more recently as I've gotten older. I have these moments of clarity. Like the most recent one I had was the last time I was on a I was on an airplane, and I literally had. Dude, I'm. You on. yelled hijack. I'm on. Well, that was. Different. <laughs> I, I've been on the plane after the fact. Yeah. But I was. I was. I'm sitting in an airplane and I'm flying back home. And I literally think to myself, I'm in a tube flying 600 miles an hour, 30,000 feet above sea level. Yeah. I'm a human. I shouldn't be able to do this. Yeah. It's what weird. the fuck is going on? And then I took uh, a Percocet and then I just found my way home. He did narcotics. <laughs> Oh, shut the fuck up, mister. <laughs> oh, I fall asleep for seven hours and you got me free drink. So actually, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why You just yelled at me and then said thank you. Hey, can I have your wafer? Dude, you're being really rude today. That was the that was the stupidest <laughs> that, that was, shit. You, no, no. The hey, stupidest man, are, sh- hey, man, are you going to eat that? You just take it and The take stupidest shit was you yelling hijack on the plane. I didn't yell. You I said it loud. You said it very There's loudly. two different things. You know, I, you know how okay. I yell and you know how I say things loudly. Did someone come you, over? 
No, no. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's one of the few no, times. I wish they did. It's one of the like, few times Dan is like, dude, you can't say I'm like, that. dude, shut the fuck up. Uh, and then it didn't help that we had a friend of ours so, who had, you know, stuff and things tattooed on him that yeah. would have been good. Arabic. <laughs> um, Justin, do you want to see aliens in your lifetime? Yeah. Do you want them to be nice or you want to oh, be? Right. I, I'm now be I'm more excited I, about it. I think I'm, I think I'm going to watch. I'm si- I think I'm going to watch Signs tonight. I really want to watch that now. Watch Mars Attacks. I, why, I, I'm <laughs> Mars Attacks is funny. Wait, man. To be fair, I watched that like a month and a half ago. Okay, I do Yo, love Mars Jim Attacks. Jim Brown beats the shit out of those aliens. Yeah. Heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I do. So, I love Signs. Signs is one of the few, the one of the first movies I ever remember actually like scaring me in a movie theater. That it, someone just posted a meme the other day. If, this fucked everyone up. If you say, if you. Say Otherwise, you lying. And it was the alien walking by on the at the birthday party when Joaquin Phoenix is watching under the stairs. Yeah. Do you like Signs, Justin? Yeah, I like Signs. That was early Shyamalan when he was still good, yep. and then it was immediately after that he started to suck, and then he got good again. Yeah, fair. that was pretty much like the. Didn't he, Shyamalan do Glass and all that? Yeah, he that was yeah. the thing he did. Yeah. I want them to be nice, dude. They're probably not gonna be. Here's no, the thing. So let's say we're hypo- not gonna be nice to them. And that's well, let's say the let's, that's my point. Let's say hypothetically yeah. we had ah, the ability. Ah, we had the. Sure, we ah, 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 they all talk like. Fucking Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, so if <laughs> we if we had the ability to travel to other galaxies and uh, find you know planets that had life on them, yes, immediately what, yes. What, it's like Mass Effect. What, yes. Well, no, no. But here, here's my question: As humans, what do you think the first thing we're gonna do if we just catch like a fucking alien hanging out in the fucking woods? We're gonna blow it up. We're gonna no. We're gonna fucking take it and study it, just like we do any fucking species we yes. find. If we find like a, a species we thought was extinct, oh, this thing we thought was dead, let's fucking put it in a fucking cage and see what we could do to it. Yep. Like. That's literally what, exactly what we're going to do. Because And listen, they're, they're, if aliens have been here, they've probably done that to us. By the way, if you want to see a great movie that's based on a story that these guys had that they got um, abducted by aliens, Fire in the Sky is a fucking phenomenal sci-fi horror movie from the 80s. Nope, it's it's, uh, it's more sci-fi than horror. I won't call it horror. It's sci-fi. Is it, is it like alien scary? No, no. It's cool? it's it's like this guy, the only thing that could be remotely considered horror in or it. Like Otherwise, it's sci-fi. Is scary. Disturbing. It's like if you believe aliens are... No. Disturbia. No, not like Disturbia. No, uh, when me so horny is a ringtone. Um, There's an amazing scene of an actual alien um, experimentation on a human. It's it's a fucking awesome. It's considered when that scene specifically one of the best alien scenes in the history of film. Um, It's it's really. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Fire in the sky. Um, Yeah, I mean it's. Obviously, you want them to be nice. They're not gonna be. Why would they be? They're, they're gonna. Good, yeah. They're gonna come here, and if they're, you know, if they're able to travel through galaxies and dimensions and wormholes and shit like that, and they're gonna get here, that means they're incredibly intelligent. Which means they don't fucking hate each other, and they don't fucking judge people, and they they've advanced to this point. They're gonna come here and see assholes like us smoking things that kill us, shooting each other, stabbing each other, raping each other, all these different things, dropping bombs on each other, blowing up Beirut, face to face with Donald Trump. Yeah, they're going to come face to face yes. with him and he and he's and he's like I was much bigger, his handshake was weak. They can also say like they don't understand very why short. certain yeah, very short. certain people don't have power in their homes. No, like you. They're, they're going to come there like we're going to fuck with everyone except this dude that has power. <laughs> they're going to kill everyone, Justin, and they're going to restore but they're going to restore power to the entire world except your block. <laughs> and they're going to be like you have to no, stay here, we're going to kill block. Our piece of shit hometown. 
That's what they're going to be. Melford. Wes Melford. You should, uh, like I said, watch that um, watch that movie. That's good. But listen to those Rogan episodes and watch that Bob Lazar documentary on Netflix. Right. Especially because you're into all the conspi- quote unquote yeah, conspiracy. Yeah. Alien. You know, you know what that all right was? What? All right. I'll do it. It's like, dude, here's the thing with Netflix. It's really cool. You can actually put it in another language. The, the movie. <laughs> all right. Dude, that's how you should all watch right. any movie. All right. Um, so the last thing I want to say, Taylor. So next week is uh, Stipe versus DC. Yes, it right? is. The card only has five fights on it. Yo, so there's no undercard. So I've had I had an idea. All right, we're Does gonna it make start out? earlier or late. No, it's gonna be regular time. Like Eleven. We, yeah, we oh. should we should do. You know how like a, fi- a watch along. We not 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 a, like a fight companion. We should do actual commentary on the fight. Yes. While we're watching it. I'm actually like into that. Um, I have to see if I can work out my schedule. I don't know about you. Um, I would be down for that. Now, and now here's the thing. It doesn't Saturday have to be. Next does, Saturday, yeah. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't okay. have to be like this coming Saturday or whatever. Like if we could, if we could plan that. No, I feel I, like that would be very let me, funny. Let me talk. Like to, you film it and then like we have those mics, right? We hold it where we're like, uh, like you're Rogan and I'm like yeah, Goldie yeah. and I say I, stupid I'm, shit. I'm very much. On the green screen behind you. No, the UFC will not let you do no that. Shot. They can't. We'd have to just. Be you have to be just our faces, and you might be able to put like uh, the GIF of it in, in there or something. That's a possibility. Yeah. But we can maybe do that. For, I'll have to see what my schedule is for. I'm watching the fight regardless. But either we can go to, we can come here, we can go to your place finally and see it. We can go yeah. to your place. We could try and figure it out. We could just bring the equipment. I'm definitely down for that. If not that card, one soon. I'm definitely well, down for like a fight companion. Well, episode. well, I'm saying like for this for this upcoming, like I wouldn't mind if we didn't. It doesn't matter. Oh, I, I listen. You know if we can, I think it'd be a great one to do, especially if it's only five. Fights. It's not a long night. It's depending not, on well, uh, well, it depends on what time it starts. Yeah, right. there's only one title fight. We're fine. Oh yeah, right. the <laughs> yeah. last was not three. In the there's morning. not three. All right, you guys got anything else? Uh, fuck. Justin. Is that it? Fuck Justin. Fuck Justin. fuck Justin. Fuck Justin. Josh, take us out. What are you taking us out with this week? Uh, you can't ask me. Really All right, you just need to. I, I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pick a random song. All right, just, on just hit hit random shuffle. It's gonna be fucking dumb. Is it only coming through your laptop? It is. Oh, I never plugged the thing in. All right, fine. I got it. You fucked up. All right. Oh, God. All right. Guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Justin. Good luck going home. Fuck Justin. <laughs> Fuck Justin's pack.